are back in the Vistoni camp and listening to Curse of Stradania, a Legends of Aventris podcast. Last time, the expedition met with the local priest, Father Donovich, and had to put down his poor son, Doru, whom I had turned into a vampire spawn for a bit of fun. They then joined their new adventure-seeking friend, Irina Kolyana, to the wilds of Barovia, finally stumbling upon the camp of Vistoni. It is here that they met Madame Eva, an ancient woman who can see more than what just eyes can perceive. Or at least, that's what she says. In her tent, she performed a Taroka reading for our heroes. They believed that the cards have shown them how they might defeat me and return home. I say, good luck. As always, the audio quality reflects our humble beginnings, but does improve over time. With that out of the way, let us begin with the first part of Chapter 3, Suffer the Little Children. You find yourselves inside the circular circus-style tent of Madaliba. The incense billowing around you as the smoke fills the room. She leans over her crystal ball, having just given you a strange reading for telling your future. For the sake of making sure that you fully understand the reading. I'm going to read that to you again. Um, Just normally, the first card, this card tells of history. Knowledge of the ancient will help you better understand your enemy. Look for a wealthy woman, a staunch ally of the devil. She keeps the treasure under lock and key with the bones of an ancient enemy. And that card is the traitor. The second card is the Conjurer. This card tells the powerful force for good and protection, a holy symbol of great hope. I see a dead village, drowned by a river, ruled by one who has brought great evil into the world. The next card is the Paladin. This is a card of power and strength. It tells of a weapon of vengeance, a sword of sunlight. I see a sleeping prince, a servant of the light and the brother of darkness. The treasure lies with him. The fourth card, the artifact. This card sheds light on one who will help you greatly in the battle against the darkness. Look for an entertaining man with a monkey. This man is more than what he seems. And lastly, the beast. Your enemy is a creature of darkness whose powers are beyond mortality. This card will lead you to her and to where you will eventually destroy her. The beast sits on her dark throne. She's just finished giving you the reading. She's still looking down deep within the swirling mists of her crystal ball. And she is saying nothing. Irina is sitting next to you, her arms pulled in tight around her. She looks nervous and she looks between all of you, confused. She also says nothing. Do I? So am I, I'm still getting the sense that this is all like super magical and she's using like the arcane and not like tricks. You're easily able to tell that there is a sense of divination magic 
almost infused in this woman. She's not using any folk, foci or um, the crystal ball is merely a conduit for the power that is resting inside of her. And you can tell she is exuding that magic and she does seem to be honest with you. She provides this magic. This is impressive. This is very powerful divination magic. It's what I specialize in as well, but I've never used cards or crystal ball as a conduit. Well, if you would like, you may take them with you. These cards, we, we can take them. I see by that. Well, thank you. From one diviner to another, yes? You want to thank you, Um, all right, well... Thank you. Is there anything else we should know? This this is the cards have told you all they can tell. It's not to unpack here. Many questions this will raise for you. It does. And you have foretold us battling the Countess herself. Is there a conflict of interest for your alliance with her? You speak of my alliance with her as if you know more than you know. You know not my feelings or who I put my faith in. Small as I do not. So, perhaps... Some will get you very, very far here. But not in the direction you want to travel. I may have presumed incorrectly. Perhaps this Stradania is not a strong ally of the Vistani, as I had presumed. Shall we ask further questions or pry no further? I believe there's nothing more she can tell us. It's been a long day, and I want to thank you for allowing us to stay in your camp. I second that. Thank you for the hospitality. Thank you. She nods her head at all of you. You have a rough road ahead of you, but you are all very smart. You did not make it here by chance. There is a purpose for your presence. Be wise, friends of Madame Eva. Will we see you again? I sure hope so, but only time will tell. Have you seen the death of the Countess in the cards or the crystal ball? I just did, friend. Very well. Thank you for your insight. Well, thank you. And I'll turn and I'll leave. I'll do the same. Yeah. Put my head back on and just kind of do a little like tip of the hat as I leave. I wait for everyone to leave, and I try to ask her one more question. Madam Ava, have you heard on the wind the name Jinteki? On the wind, no, but I do not speak with the wind. In voices, yes. He visited me a long time ago. I have not seen him since. There were rumors that he was killed. I hope to. That is not true, but all the rumors brought me here to to this land. I'm hoping to learn more about what may have come of my master. 
you have any information at all, I would be eternally grateful. This is a small land, little one. If I have not heard of him since then, he does not walk this land longer. How long ago, if I may ask, did you see this? Time is but a nuisance for most. When you get this old, you no longer keep track. But long enough that I would have heard something by now, should he still be present here. Maybe he was lucky and he found his way out. But, like most, his soul probably finds peace here. Or what peace there is to find. Mourn his loss, little one, and finish your quest. Thank you. You all commune outside of the largest tent in the Sistanian camp, and you see that the fire is slowly burning down. There are still random Vistani here and there, some still drinking and enjoying the evening. Others seem to be leaning against tents in hushed whispers, telling stories, or just relaxing over the day. And you notice Zyrena makes no move to leave the tent. It takes about 30 minutes before Irina comes out. She looks confused, but there's almost a sense of comfort about her face. Well, that was quite the adventure. I did not know that I would be experiencing such a lovely evening of entertainment. And I would say with your passive perceptions, you're easily able to see as she tucks a few cards into her into her pack. So you've had a reading. Oh, you had a reading, and I thought it would be thought it would be quite fun to query her to see if she knew much about my future. Well, are you happy with what you were told? I am relatively pleased. Yes, that's wonderful. I'm happy for you. Well, I'm not sure about you, but I'm quite exhausted. We should. Yes, we should sleep. I think. Agree. Should we ask about the wagons in the morning? Yes, let's get some rest for now, and need to think about what these cards mean. It means that your curiosity is no longer the primary quest, Professor. I gotta be honest here. Uh, I don't like the number of times I heard your enemy and evil and things along those lines, especially if uh, they're referencing who we might think they might be referencing. Uh, I'm, I'm very much hoping that we just have a conversation with whomever we need to to get out of here safely. And I don't like the implication that these cards are laying out for us. Well, I agree that it'd be nice if we could just walk out of here with a conversation, but based on what I know about the power of divination magic, it might not be that easy. Perhaps at least the cards intend us to slay her. And slay her we shall. Well, I wouldn't go that far. I don't want to just jump to any conclusions here, Sarnax. It is foretold in the cards. I've seen what the professor can do, and and I'm not, you know, going to just sit here and say that it's all bull, but let's be realistic here. I mean, surely you must know of some way 
to, to maybe be able to alter things. It, it's not predetermined. I mean, there must be some sort of something you could do to help us out here. Well, I mean, there are teleportation spells. There are ways to go from one plane to another, but the Vistanian, they let us know that we can't teleport in or out, right, basically. Yeah. That was the Vistani at the at the tavern. At the tavern, I think. I think yeah. they, yeah. Yeah. they can yeah. go in and yeah. out, but we cannot. Yeah. Anyway. So it, I think no matter how powerful my magic becomes, there's no way to use that magic to get us out. I'm not talking about that, Professor. You have ways to be able to peer into the beyond and, and what hasn't quite happened yet. You don't think you might be able to alter things. This battle, this evil, it doesn't mean we're set in stone. I don't want to just go kicking down doors, killing people. Being able to divine the future does not mean that I can change the future. At best, I can get glimpses of things that may or may not happen, and in the moment, I could use that information, that knowledge, to change the outcome. But that's as far as I can, that's as far as my power goes, unfortunately. I don't like where this is going. Like it or not, Shepard, I believe the cards are on the table. I do not know about any of you, but I am a firm believer in fate. And I myself have glimpsed into the fire, and I fully intend to follow my fate to exactly where it goes to defeat this foe. There is a, this land is a land of great evil, and it is a land of one individual. It adds up, does it not, Professor? I agree with you, Mr. Sarmax. It's clear we were all brought here for a reason, and the cards are saying that our fate is ahead of us. I'm starting to feel more and more that we don't have a say on our path forward, but we are to follow our fate. It's certainly curious. This first card, and I pull out the first card, it mentions a, a history. What is the pattern? In all of the cards, the, 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 the beginning verbiage that Madame Ava used identified something, something tangible, whether it be a, a, some sort of item or relic or person, and then some sort of cryptic clue related to that thing. So in this very first card, there's some kind of history or knowledge we can gain, presumably, about Shredanya, and it's in the grasp of this wealthy ally that she has. Who is wealthy in these lands? And I'll turn to Irina, and I'll raise my lantern up in her face. Oh, could you at least lower it a bit? I want to get a quick glimpse, and I'll lower it very slightly as I try to like read every line in her face. Roll a insight check. Mine are sparkling. <laughs> so yeah, screw you and your additional one hit point. Uh, Twenty four. Um, you you scan her face and and she oh, thinks shit. to herself and you you can see the shock from you raising the lantern. She still doesn't fully trust you. She's probably never seen a, a being quite like you before, but you, you can tell that there is an honesty to this girl and she doesn't seem to need or want to lie to you. In the village, there, there aren't many that are wealthy, obviously. My family and I were fairly wealthy for, for our status. Vlaki probably has more, but I've never been. And I don't, I know that 
the Burgomaster, they have a lot of money. Though that came from his line and not his wife's. So I'm not sure. So there are more individuals with wealth in Velaki than oh, in yes, Barovia Village. Velaki is quite larger. It's fortified. It has gates around the entirety of it. It's and it, it is not in the shadow of Strahd. So because she cannot look down on the village, people there, there's a bit of normalcy to the village, more so than you'll get in Barovia. For those reasons alone. But as I said, I've, I've never been. Just the stories I've been told by my brother. The richest person in Barovia is probably Morgantha at this point. Oh, she doesn't live in Barovia. Oh, no? No, she lives at a windmill somewhere out. Honestly, I couldn't tell you. A windmill of evil, no doubt. One more question. And I will end my interrogation, young lady. Sure, if I can answer it, I'd be happy to. The doctor that came to see you, the man with the monkey. Yes. Is he the one who the card was referring to? Did that ring any bells? Well, I would have to hear it again. Professor. Sarnax, how many people could be traveling with a monkey around here? Uh, it is, uh... The card sheds light on one who will help you greatly in the battle against darkness. Look for an entertaining man with a monkey. This man is more than he seems. This isn't exactly their natural habitat. I, I think that if somebody had a pet monkey, we might be able to find him pretty easily. Entertaining? I, I'm not quite sure. Uh, the monkey part, obviously, he did have, but he was very stoic, serious. There was nothing jovial or entertaining about him. Not... Even a small amount, like the Vistani, I, I couldn't imagine that those words would describe him. Perhaps monkeys are native to Barovia. They are not in Striga, but this realm seems to be entirely disconnected. Well, that would throw me for a loop. But I suppose anything's possible. That would be interesting. However, the card itself implied... Or her, her reading herself implied that he's not what he seems. So if he was putting on a facade when he, he was seen to you... Are, are you suggesting he's not actually a, a doctor? Unfortunately, yes. Oh. Or perhaps he is, and he just was putting on a facade as far as his personality is concerned, but I've never heard of a traveling physician that would travel with an animal companion. It doesn't seem very sanitary. I didn't. I didn't think. Oh. I don't want to think on it. Well? If the card plays out as it's written, I, I don't think that there's anything for you to be concerned with. He seems to be on the, the good side of this battle. He may, but... I know it's a horrible feeling to have been deceived, but perhaps he visited you for a benevolent reason. One can hope. The traitor and the paladin card both mention the treasure. It seems like this traitor is guarding it, and perhaps the paladin is part of her treasure. I believe that's there are two separate treasures. 
and it was never mentioned, but I'll say you have traveled to the tent that you were shown. There were beds made up for you, and you're now you're in that yeah, tent yeah, yeah, this conversation yeah. as opposed to standing outside. Just standing out in the middle of like, hey guys, <laughs> yeah. These are our plans. We're going to kill the vampire. Just because I feel obligated to ask, we have not seen any monkeys in this camp, have we? You have not seen uh, any monkeys in this just camp. Oh, your passive perception is good enough that you have not seen any monkeys in this camp. not an We passed a monkey about an hour ago. Have we seen any monkeys since you've been in Barovia? Uh, roll a... Roll an intelligence check to see if you remember. Roll for monkey. 18. Oh, you haven't seen any monkeys since you got to Berlin. I knew it. Real good monkey story. I knew it. I think you're right, Shepard. I don't believe that monkeys would be native to such a temperate environment. So, clearly there is someone else that either he can travel in and out of Barovia or he came here and has been trapped and has managed to survive. Sounds like no matter what's going on, got to get to the lock. That's right. First and foremost. And until then, they we're going to have a lot more questions than answers. Well, before we go to the locky, I believe according to our map, where this windmill is, is on the way. We can make a pit stop. Given your concern with the children, it may do us well to investigate and learn what we can about this windmill that we own uh, and see... Or perhaps learn more about this pastry that this woman makes. My only concern is there's no guarantee we won't stop Sarnax from burning it to the ground. No, there is no chance of that, Shepard. No chance of stopping you, or no chance of you burning down the window? The former. He I didn't think. burn down the gallows at our request. He takes orders very well, I must say. Fair enough. I just don't want to draw unnecessary attention to us quite yet. And I think that's fair. So are you suggesting that we don't stop by the window? No. No, Professor, you're in charge. I'll go where you say. I think it would be useful to stop there, perhaps let the people know that we are now owners of this, and maybe collect the information we can before we go straight into seemingly a guarded, walled city full of people Perhaps very wealthy allies of the Countess. Of course. I was merely just offering my thoughts. Are there any other windmills on the map? So I don't believe, at least according to this map, that there are any other places where there might be a windmill. But either way, given what this says, when I pull out the deed to the windmill, <coughs> it says that it is to the southwest of Velaki. So it would, it must be referring to that area right there. Out of character, we refresh me the deed. So it's been deeded to us. Well, we found the deed. We found the deed. So now that we possess the deed, we own. Theoretically. Theoretically. And we're assuming it's this windmill. We don't know. Well, okay, okay. We know roughly where it is. Because we keep saying, like, it's our windmill. Professor, how does property rights work? Are you certain that, that we are now the owners of the windmill? Or do we just have a piece of paper? I don't think we can just assume that based on. Something we essentially you, stole. You from have home. a deed. Yes, but we took it out of a house. I still feel guilty about it. The deed is ownership. That is right. Generally, 
If you possess the deed, it doesn't matter what's on the piece of paper. You would, of course, need to have a burgomaster sign it over to you, but if you possess it, and you are on kind terms with the burgomaster, they could and would sign it to you. Isn't it our moral duty to find the the living relatives of the Durst and and Chancellor? The Durst? Isn't it the Durst? You mean from the death house? I believe they're all dead. That line ended long ago. Well, there you have it, Victoria. We laid their heirs to rest. It was their evil that brought all of the the horror. Fortunately so. I did. And you came out? Well, barely. Just barely. What was it like? Horrifying. So it's true, then. It is haunted. Oh, it's more than haunted. It was the worst thing I have ever seen in my entire life, and I have seen horrors you could not even imagine. It was an abomination of pure evil. Okay, well, that's even worse than I was told. My skin still crawls. I didn't realize I thought you were just travelers and librarians. She looks at Clayton. (laughs) Well, neither, neither. This is an expedition, and we don't... We don't hold the knowledge. We are collecting it. What are you expediting? We, well, we are. We are. The, an expedition is is a, a journey uh, to a place where you discover something about that. You place, willingly came here about the people. Who are, yes, of course. Well, it depends on how you define willingly. But it was the goal of the expedition to discover Barovia, where we come from. Most don't believe that it exists at all. They think it's just old wives' tales by the Versailles. That's comical. Obviously. Well, obviously, it exists. It's just, I never expected it to be some sort of magical land you would have to be transported to and then surrounded by deadly mist that traps you here. Well, it's all I've known, so it's quite normal for me. And filled with evil at every turn. Thank you. For bringing up the house, I am now conflicted. If it was the Countess that slaughtered those horrific, abominable cultists that brought the horrors to the death house, is she truly the one that we should be slain? But it is fated in the cards, and she is the one that is connected to this land. Well, I appreciate you using a little bit of reason there, Sarnax, because we don't really have any thing to go on here yet, and I still would like to have a conversation with her before we go busting down anybody's doors, guns blazing, so to speak. We will be amenable to conversation, but we should be ready. You should be prepared to blow her brains out. Trust me, Sarnax. I've been looking over my shoulder ever since I've stepped foot in this cursed land. Very good. I am prepared to slay her wherever we must. Or perhaps not wherever we must, if we must slay her in her throne room. That's what the cause implies. So then let's not go picking any fights before we need to. So I propose we go to the windmill. We investigate, see if there's anything we can perhaps take. If we own the windmill, perhaps there's something inside that we can use. We have a place to store things or... If we, Professor, come across a malevolent witch turning children into small delicacies, Could are you, you pre- say that? Because Gonther's a sweetheart. If it weren't for her, then there would be significantly more pain and anguish in the village. 
I want to be very plain with you. I don't want to mince my words. We've seen some things that give us pause, especially about that old woman. I don't want to upset you, but you must know and steal yourself because I think things are going to get a whole lot worse before they get better. We will see. I just... I've only had a few conversations with her, but she's always been very sweet. Perhaps she is benevolent after all. We will find out when we arrive at the windmill if she is even there. Perhaps she lives in another windmill. I think the deed to the windmill is not the one that you're pointing out here because you mentioned it's southwest of the line. No, a, a mile and a half southeast, which lines up. It's, it's southeast yes. on the deed, not southwest. Then perhaps we should get some rest. All right. I'm trusting the Vistani. I'm not sure we need to put up any kind of watch. You know, do as you will, but... Uh, I will do as I do, but I think that's all we need. I'm going to try to get some sleep. Thomas, we be dead by now, I'm sure. Agreed. I'll lay down my... I guess you said there's like... Cots or bedrolls or something? Yeah, there, there are bedrolls. They look plush and comfortable. Uh, the Vistani spare no coin on... Um, on hosting, and they, um, there are hanging tapestries and things in here. The candlelight is nice. The incense oh. smells amazing. Uh, there is a, a warm pot of tea that's off to the side where you would be able to calm yourself and get a good night's rest. There are silk pajamas laid out for you, should oh. you want to. Oh, yeah. No, I'm going to kick off my, uh, my boots and put on my, my silk jammies and crawl into bed and be like, uh, Wow, this is uh, this is even better than the inn. I, dream pastry or not, I'm going to sleep well tonight. Agreed. Uh, so I'm going to put the silver wire with the bell on it around the uh, edge of the tent. Um, and I would like to sit and stay up for two hours transcribing spells in my book and then get six hours of sleep. <clears throat> you know, if it wasn't for the uh, the fact that we're trying to get out of here, I could uh, have a nice little life with the Bastani. Yes, I mean, perhaps when they get home, that's something you could explore. Uh, I would like to, before I go to sleep, I'd like to kind of step off the side. If there's like a dark corner of this camp that isn't directly in the woods, and I'm going to hold up, uh, I'm going to take one minute. And as I do this, I'll be reaching into my pack and I'll pull out the little branch of Edelwood and I'll say, Garrix, give me the power to destroy. And I'll throw it in. And as the fire blazes up, I'm going to stare into the flame. I'm going to say, Garrix, although I am in another realm, I fear, I feel even more connected to a flame. I feel the evil here and the need to destroy it. I have seen a vision brought to me by a woman that reads cards and stares into a crystal ball. I intend to follow my fate as prescribed. Give me your guidance. I'm going to continue to stare at the castle. Okay. So what what are you asking? Uh, I... Because uh, you have to ask me yes or no question. I will say, should I follow my fate as prescribed? Real. I'll nod and I'll put my lantern down and I will go back into the time. I'm going to kneel, um, just kneel beside my cot, you know, let my hair down and get into my, my clothes and kneel beside my cot and just go into 
the cry of God. Your tears have, have cleansed me and I see my path forward. I ask that you grant me a second chance to fulfill your wishes. I'll get that. Okay, you do this. You all lay your heads down to sleep and you receive a long rest. <gasps> yes! yes! You wake up in the morning and you find that the Vistani camp is uh, bustling. It is... There are about 20 to 25 Vistani that are here um, moving around, um, cooking breakfast. Uh, Some have even started drinking already. You see that there are um, a couple of uh, male Vistani off to the side and they're already um, bumbling drunks at this point. But they are having a great time and no one seems... Um, to mind it at all as they mill about and do what they need to do. You get yourselves ready for the day and find that no one seems to pay you any mind. They look your way and a couple of them jingle at you or they smile or wave, but they don't make any effort to engage you. Um, But that's where you wake up to. Um, I'll walk over to the water as part of like a morning ritual of sorts and just kneel there and clean off my blade um, kind of very slowly and try to sharpen it as much as I can just to um, help start the day and then um, I'll join the Vistani if they look like they're making breakfast or something if I can help in any way kind of on standby. Professor, perhaps you should assist in procuring us wagons and a horse. Yes, of course. We have the gold for it. Uh, and I believe this spellbook that I found in the death house may have given me a, a way to learn more about this doll. I would like to look for uh, the first Nasani that we met from the Batinda camp. You roll an investigation check. Don knows her name. Don. 22. It doesn't take you long before you you see her bustling out of Madame Ava's tent. Um, excuse me, excuse me. Um, we plan on on continuing our journey. Um, I oh, see that you, you do have... good for yes. you. Are you going now? Or are you going to wait until after breakfast? We have made some fresh wolf meat. It is so yummy. Well, then of course after breakfast. Uh, Please. But after breakfast, I see your friend is already start, started to help. Extra yes. portion for her. Okay, well, that's great. Hopefully. I'm like throwing firewood into the fire. Please feel free to put anyone spin. in my expedition to work, as you see fit. Um, but perhaps in exchange, and we have plenty of gold if, if you would if you would need it. Um, I see that you have wagons and horses here. Yes. Um, is that something that you sell or perhaps rent? Oh, it is not. I'm so sorry, friend. But the horses, they are our friends, you know. And the wagons, they hold our possessions. Understandable. Well, thank you so much. Uh, I will not take your friends and your possessions away from you, of course. Uh, and uh, any other suggestions as we continue onward to Valaki? Stick to the path. The forest can be dangerous. And, you know, just walk very quickly. The sooner you get there, the better for you. All right, then we will eat our breakfast quickly. Ha! Well, good day. It was great to talk to you again. (laughs) (laughs) And I I go back uh, 
to the group. This top hat is really tall. I like it. <laughs> she bumbles away. Uh, well, uh, as I... Well, uh, I believe it would be the case, but I was hoping it wouldn't. They do not park with their horses or their wagons. All right. It's a very hot commodity, I'd imagine. They consider the horses their friends, and I didn't want to push it. Oh, it seems to be their the way of life. Yes. Life We're going to have to hustle on foot then. That's In right. a world, an entire realm without horses and wagons, they have an incredible monopoly. Exactly. Right. They have no reason to give it to us. Strangers. And we've done well on foot. We traveled all the way through Striga, mostly on foot. We did. We've done so far traveling these paths, so... We should be so lucky as to find kindness like this again. Yes. I will continue to light our way as long as I can borrow Shepherd's eyes. Of course. Do we know of any other Vistani camps on the way to Vallaki? Uh, none, you know, we can hear you. You could ask us. Oh, no, yes. there aren't any on the way. Say this again, but, but there are a couple of camps. Well, at least one that I know of that is near Vlaki itself. If you're hoping to meet them before Vlaki, you won't. Well, meeting yes. any Vastani before Vlaki has been a very pleasant experience. And thank you again oh, for your thanks. hospitality. Well, you are. Is what? this a job? What is, your- is this the same one? Or no? Yes, it's the same it's one. Oh, I just assumed it might be a different no. one. Oh, okay. Said- oh, we were just speaking. Excuse me. Yes, I said it like your <laughs> You all have colorful ribbons or, 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 or coaching. Do you like them? Oh, uh, yes, they are, they, are very, they, are, they are very desirable. Would you like to trade say. my kerchief for your hat? Oh, well, no, no, I could never do that. Would you like to trade your hat for a horse and wagon? I'm kidding, we won't trade you. Oh, good. I wasn't going to do it anyway. <laughs> I know. With a hat like that, what do you need a horse and wagon for? Oh. Oh. <laughs> you get very flustered. I can't sleep on myself. <laughs> Makes it easier to steal the hat. Yeah. And you said this was wolf meat. <laughs> yes, wolves are very, very common in the, in the forest. Yes, wolf so how often do you eat wolves? Is it a staple of your, of your diet? Basically every day. They taste far better than the wolves in Striga, I must say. We make jerky too. Would you like to take a little bit with you? Yes, please. Okay, sure. And she detaches a little bag from the side of her. She's got like 15 bags. Um, she detaches a small little black one with a couple of coins dangling from it. They're fake. And she hands it to you. There's about a pound of dried wolf meat. I rummage through my pack and I pull out uh, like dried rice snacks wrapped in uh, seaweed paper and I hand them to her. Uh, these these are from my home. Why are you eating dried slime? But it, it is a staple from where I am. I'm from as an as an, a token of my appreciation for your hospitality. Slimy people. Let it's, me see. It's dried. It's dried. It's kind of salty, little bit of a brine. I think you'd enjoy it. You just pop it in like a snack. Is this poison? No. I, I, no. I, if I, I, I die right here, you'll make everybody angry. Kana wouldn't do that. I, I'd put one in my mouth and I immediately just like, mm-hmm. you could have resistance. She licks it. Oh, it's slimy. It's but when you lick it, it's slimy. You might need some peanut butter. Do they have that here? What's peanut butter? Do you have any kind of spread or preserve? What is a spread or a preserve? 
um, like mashed up berries. Like, 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 like she, starts, she starts eating. It is very salty, though. Well, yep. Um, well done, Who would have thought? I never would have known. I would have woken up this morning and eaten slime. Do you have tea? Is there tea that I could buy? Yes, in? it's in the pot. Oh, thank you. We have wine. Lots of wine in no, the tanker. No, we all pass on wine. It's still very early oh, in the morning. That's no fun. Next time, though, for sure. Last night was a good time. It oh, was? I know. I we heard. A long day of potentially dangerous traveling. I want everyone to be tip-top shape. Well, then you will. Of course. Well, thank you. I pour myself some tea. Professor, I might suggest that we get a move on. We don't want to lose the daylight. Yes, of course. Of course. Before we leave, do you know who lives in the lighthouse in between... Not the lighthouse. We do not live by the sea. The wind <laughs> Well, there's water right there. There's a little lake. Perhaps a lighthouse is not needed for that. A windmill in between here and Velaki. Do I know who lives there? No. Have I seen it? Yes. Literally Oh no, it's completely broken. It used to be an old grain mill back when there was beer in Barovia, but now there is no beer. I'm starting to think we might not be referencing the same windmill we thought we were. Well, there's nothing that we've learned that ever implied the woman was working, just that she lived there or lived nearby. I suppose Ooh. the assumption. We're gone, right? Yes, it's mm. Morganto. She sells dream pastries. Oh, yes. I think I know her. Does she Is she old? Yes. Yeah, there are a lot of old people here. Well, your information is very helpful. Oh, thank you. And this wolf meat is delightful. Thank you for yes. the tea. You're and the welcome. The jerky is very good. Um, the next time we see you, if there's any way we can pay you back for your hospitality, you let us know. We'll make sure you bring me stories of all of your adventures so that I can retell them as if I went on them. Can do. Yes. Of course, we would love to. There are sure to be many. Not that I'm saying that that story I told you last night, I, did. I saw that. I did. That was one of the ones I've seen personally. For well, clarification. Shall we get a move on? Well, it was great to meet you. Likewise. Thank you, Donya. And please uh, thank Madam Ava for us as well. Okay. Be well. Stop. I do. You too. Don't die, okay? So we leave. I put on a as you begin to walk out, um, a bunch of the Vistani get together and they start whooping and uh, cheering you on as you leave. You hear a couple of uh, uh, a couple of um, yell out from the women about your top hat or your horns um, <laughs> as they catcall you on your I take out. my hat off and I wave as we're like walking out of the, the encampment. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You now find yourself on the winding road away from the Vistani camp as you make your way towards where you believe to be Velaki. The trees around you feel like they're closing in tighter as the pathway gets smaller and smaller. It seems like you can fit maybe one wagon and two horses wow. Wow. Um, at its very um, widest. Um, as you make your way through, 
you travel for about 15 minutes before you finally, you can no longer see the remnants of the camp behind you. The sounds of the laughter and the music fades into the quiet of the forest. What do you want to do? I feel a sense of emptiness without the ground. Exactly. Wonderful seeing such joy in such a dark land. Nice bit of respite for sure. Well, I believe that Madame Ava certainly gave us plenty of information. The rest of them likely all false tales or tricks. It's interesting that she allowed us to keep her cards. Perhaps she is one. Perhaps it is traditional. That's part of the reading. You get to keep the cards as souvenir of sorts. So we will walk down the road at a brisk pace, given that was the advice that the Pistani gave us, and I guess just keep an eye out. You know, hopefully it still should be the broad daylight while we're traveling, but, you know. I'll still be at the lead. My lantern will still be lit. Yeah, you know, I was going I'll be right next to Sarnax as we take the lead. I'll yes, be in the back morgue in this concern wolves are about here. If you could keep an extra eye out, I'd be appreciative. Absolutely, miss. No worries. So you begin to make your way along the winding path and the trees never really seem to open up. It's midday, but it's overcast like it usually is. The sun seems to be almost covered in a shroud. It's not able to fully shed its light over the land around you and the thickness of the trees makes it ever darker still as you continue on your travel. Irina is doing what she did the day before. She has her small book out, her uh, water paints, as she sketches the few things she sees. She seems a little frustrated uh, as the scenery is not changing. It's the same trees she's been painting both days, but she's happy to be out and about as you wander and wander. It would be t- I wouldn't be able to transcribe while I walk, right? Be no idea. Uh, um, you have Mage Hand, right? I do have Mage Hand. So I, the way I see it is you can have Mage Hand holding something in front of you while you write. I think that's completely fine. And so I'm just going to be like, well, it'll take me a little longer, right? So can you roll a perception four hours, check for me? Me? Yep. Can I be disadvantaged? Sure. <laughs> sure. Hey, DM, can I shoot myself in the foot? Oh, uh, a natural one. 20 and a 1. What? Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> Good job. If, I, if I'm, like, in my, if my head's in my book, I would, I was just disadvantaged. Yeah, <laughs> sure, I'm fine with that. Uh, really bad. Really, really bad. Yeah, no, you got a uh, 1, so that's, that's fine. I got a 4, Um. Yikes. You... You are walking along and you stumble quickly as you're writing and a lot, your quill makes a scratch along the page. As you write yourself, everyone else around you uh, begins to stop and look. And as you now look down where he'd stumbled, a corpse lies in the road. You see that a portion of it, uh, bits of the flesh have been kicked to the side where you stumbled into it. Mm. As you all look down around it, you see that the corpse is Kana. Oh, God. We, we all see, see this? You all see this. Of course, who? Kana. Uh, what is this? What is this? Foul trickery. Foul no trickery. tricks. 
I immediately walk up to it, take like spin my Naginata around and I prod at it to see if it's real. Careful, Kyle. You spin your Naginata around and you, the moment the blade comes into contact with the corpse, you see as it begins to turn to ash in front of you, all the color fading from the recently dead skin as it turns into a burnt ash, begins to pick up into the air and float away. It is the same style of vision from the gallows. I'm putting away my oil. <laughs> what? I, I don't understand how... How is this happening? It was clearly not invisible, or else my lantern would have revealed it. No, it was placed here. It was placed, Professor, yes. And you know by whom. Now, we don't know then, Zarnax. This place is evil, and I do not like it. I hate this place. But let's not go jumping any conclusions yet. And this isn't exactly the same. The corpse of the gallows, I saw myself. You all did not see it. We all clearly see. Saw Connor just now. You saw yourself. You saw yourself hanging from that tree? I didn't think to speak of it because I was so distraught. But yes, I saw myself on that gallows. It is even more similar than the vision we just saw then. It is clearly the same witchcraft. Someone's messing with us. They're trying to get in our heads. We got to stay sharp. We have to steal ourselves, like I mentioned yesterday. We can't let this place get to us. We all know who it is, companions. Do we? Yes. We are in her lands. She knows we are strangers. She hears our every word. And I am not afraid of her. But why would she beckon us to her and then torture us along the way? Have you ever met evil people of power and money? We are but worms to them. They wish to play with us, toy with us, like a mouse in the claws of a cat. Yeah, Sarnax is right. In the talons of an owl. We are nothing but vermin. It's some, some sort of sick, sadistic pleasure. It is, Shepard. People with power like to do those kind of things. You have seen evil. I know you have. Yes, sir. This is evil. This land is evil. And I know in my heart, I saw in the flame that she is evil. Then perhaps we should take the stall and learn more. Oh, Professor, I'm sorry. I didn't even bother asking. Are you all right? Yes, no, I'm fine. I, I, don't know how, I don't know how Sarnax and I missed it. I, I, I'm sorry. We, we shouldn't. <laughs> it must, again, I, I, don't, I apologize. That's my point. There's no way we missed it, Shepard. That is the thing. Your eyes would not miss it. My lantern would not either. This is powerful witchcraft. I agree that this land is full of tricks. But I don't think that we should jump to conclusion on who's playing the us. Let's just stay sharp. All right. Allow me ten minutes, will you? While he's concentrating on the doll, you're uh, standing in the road right now. Can I kneel down and inspect the area around where my body was to see? I'm checking for tracks, anything that might have led to or from where the body yeah, was. Roll an investigation check. I'll walk over to Irina. Uh, Miss Irina, are you? Do you need a rest while the professor uses his spells? I could, honestly, yes. I could. It would be nice. Do you think it would be unbecoming of me to? 
sit myself on the ground. Of course not. Perhaps, tell anyone. perhaps uh, Shepard will lend his pack so you may sit on it. Oh. And not horse. That'd be lovely. I, I'll put my pack down, and as I'm setting up the pack for her to sit on, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a little walk. I'm not going far. I just want to go take a look around patrol a little. Is that amenable? Of course. Nobody go anywhere. I would offer my pack myself, Shepard, but it is highly flammable. It's fine. The, the mist can sit on my pack. It's all right. Thank you. You're a real adventurer now. I know. I can't believe it. Now all we need is to be come upon by a pack of dogs. Let's you see as she looks around and listens. <laughs> but no, let us not. Uh, Kana, you look around. Uh, what was your investigation check? Uh, if it's investigation 16, if it's survival, it would be 18. You, you see that there are definitely no tracks that you look at the ground and there isn't even an indentation in the dirt mm. where the body itself would have rested. It would have had to weigh absolutely nothing floating above the ground to create absolutely no marking. But you do see where uh, Clayton's footsteps moved up to it in the area where the heel or the uh, toe of his shoe dug into the ground when he tripped. Mm. Um, other than that, there are no other markings. And the ash is gone? Like it just has dissipated at yeah. this point? Okay. I just want to basically walk only a few feet away, you know, 10, 15 feet, kind of keep my eye on the woods, just being very alert and, and kind of just doing a circle, you know, along the Roll trail. an investigation check or a survival check? Go with survival. 14. You look around and at first you don't notice anything until you discover a small footpath that winds off into the forest. Ladies and gentlemen, um, I apologize for the interruption, but uh, I just wanted to make note of it. I'm not suggesting we go off into the wilderness here, but there's a strange footpath that I just I happened to notice as I was doing some rounds. and uh, it, it, It's strange to me there'd be a footpath here after discovering what we discovered. I just, I keep, I keep repeating myself, but do not let your guard down. I'm going to switch to Bullseye Lantern, and I'm just going to just casually scan the whole thing in case, and I'll walk around the camp for in, invisible, not looking for anything, but just making sure nothing sneaks up on us. Mm-hmm. Uh, roll perception check, just oh, as your yeah, first for sure, of course. Uh, perception, that's going to be a 14. Could be worse, honestly. Okay. So that's what I'm doing, and I'll say, um, I as, as I'm walking around, I'll say, I there is a burning interest I have to find who it is that is performing this witchcraft on us, and if the, the footpath is connected, but I hesitate to stray from the advice of the madam. Agreed. Um, I'm interested in finding out who would be cruel enough to do something like this to Kana, especially any of us. I, but I'm, I'm hesitant to, to venture off into the woods when explicitly told not to. I think acknowledging it is fine, but I think feeding into it only makes it stronger. I suggest we press on. Are you all right? It's incredibly disturbing, but I will make light of a dark situation and I'll take my Nagina and flip it upside down and I will carve the uh, symbol for Phoenix in the ground and then I'll put it back on my back. So while this, all this is happening, 
right? So did we discuss that even regions that cost gold, I can just basically spend gold and my case produces it magically? Not yet. Okay. Ooh. So, snap. Then never mind, I don't cast identify. Um, so I could keep on the lookout for pearls, perhaps. Perhaps we will find some, Professor. But for the time being, I think that dallying here, as long as the young lady has rested appropriately, we shall continue. But what we learn in Africa? Professor? Perhaps it is not the devil itself. Perhaps it's someone in these woods that means to play tricks on us. To make us think that it's the devil. Professor, you ever hear the saying, curiosity kills the cat? Well, we're all very capable. You're playing the cat right now. No, I'm not playing the cat. I'm playing a professor who needs, who's on an expedition that is learning about this land. I have never heard that phrase, Shepard, but I do find it quite apropos. I've seen many tabaxi fall to ruin and wander into their doom due to their curiosity. Touche, my friend. The professor is giving me a similar feeling. There are too many unanswered questions right now to not. You found a lead. You found evidence, a clue that could explain why we're having these visions. Right now we can say, oh, it must be shot. It must be her. Do we intend to bring our young ward into the dark, evil forest? Yes. She'll be fine. Won't you be fine? Professor, do you know? I don't know. In, in, you, you would like to go into the forest? Yes. No, then oh, you don't have to go far. I would like to at least... I would. She stands up and straightens her skirts. I'm an adventurer. That's right. You would like to enjoy an adventure, I wouldn't you? I would do this. Ah, yes. If Shepard stands next to me 100% of the time and Connor is on the other side. Now, miss, I'm happy to do as such, and I'm sure Connor is as well, but I have slight reservations with what the professor is suggesting. Now, if he is commanding me... As his employer, I will do so, but I must hint at my feelings for the young miss who might be a little out of her element. Well, as you know, Shepard, I don't like giving commands as your employer. I would rather persuade you with logic, reason, and evidence. And have I not made my case? We've seen a body swing from the gallows that took the shape of Miss Victoria to her. We all saw Connor dead in the ground, and here she stands living. We don't know anything about this doll, but it's been, and I put her back in the bag of holding in my case. I, I have that, right? What? I have the yeah. bag of holding. Yes. Uh, professor, you are a diviner, are you not? Yes, of course. So then you, more than all of us, more than any one of us, know the nature of the power of Madame Eva, do you not? Of course. And she was the one person who stressed very strongly to stay on the road, was she not? Perhaps. That's oh. true, but it, the her advice of staying on the road was not part of her reading. Professor, think about the, the path that we've taken thus far. The two times that we've seen a corpse, a, a corpse in the road of one of us, it's it's been at a crossroads, a place that we must decide which way to go. It's not coincidence that we've seen this just now. So you're not at a crossroads, right? Now. Well, we've got the path and then the side. Path. Okay, just making, just yeah. wanted to make sure. All right, enough of this. I withdraw judgment. 
I say, I turn to Sarnaxicon and say, Sarnaxicon, watch my back. Irina, stay close to me. Professor. And we do just that. Victoria, you stay close behind her. Everybody understood. Yes, of course. We just a very quick look is all. All right. In two minutes. We're done talking about it. Cut. Proceed to the footpath. Kata, will you get our back? I'll roll into the ravage. I will. Uh, 23. You, you, when you first were looking through the woods, you were making sure to take note of everything, bent twigs, indents in the past, to make sure that you were scouting to your full capabilities. And as you lead the group into the woods, you see the bent twig, you see the slightly discolored tree to the right, you see the strange misshapen rock that reminds you of a mountain range back home. And where the footpath had been, there is a footpath no longer. All right, I know this is going to sound bizarre, but the footpath's gone. Mm. So now you're seeing things. It was there. Are you sure, Shepard? I've never been more sure of anything in my whole life. Allow me one quick pass, and I'm just going to see if there's an invisible pathway. The path is gone. Nothing. It is not. But it is not in your mind, or perhaps... We are all being simultaneously tricked by this witchcraft. Well, if you your wish, we can proceed. I think it's best that we move quickly now. Yes, let us. We gotta be getting close. Let's there, take haste. Their eyes and ears on us, and I, my eyes linger on to the professor's briefcase, and then I'll continue. All right, formation. Let's go. Formation. You um, begin to make your way down the road as you begin to hear a low snarling in the bushes around you. Louder and louder. The cracking of a twig. Mr. Morgan? What is it? I'm reading my, my weapon. I'm looking what, around. What for is it. going on? Did you hear that? All right, everybody. Did you hear that? Aware. Likely wolves? Stand guard? I'm, I'm going look, to, looking for the source of the I'm sound. I'm going to flash my lantern at whatever direction I hear the, the wolves and try to bullseye it. You hear it all around you. There's oh, no one shit. place. But I'm on either side, you it. hear low snarling and the cracking of twigs. You were on your guard, given what had just happened, that you see their bright yellow eyes as they reflect the light of the lantern well before they expect... I need you all to roll for As these creatures begin to lumber slowly out of the out of the forest, you see these are not your normal wolves. They are incredibly large. Oh boy. They are nearly as tall as Irina. As they lumber out. There are a total of four of these creatures, two on either side. So you see, they they make no move as they see that you notice them. They make no move to lumber at you quickly as they slowly make their way out of the forest. Branches on the trees cracking with the weight of these ample beasts as they 
begin to move towards you. They are, I would say, probably about 10 feet from each of you when you see them. All right, Sarnax, you you notice first holding your lantern aloft is the glowing eyes of these um, four dire wolves begin to make their way out of the forest. What do you want to do? Uh, I am going uh, to... I'm going to... Uh, uh, wave my hand around my lantern as a uh, blast of fire will leap out beside one of the wolves. And you'll see that this a strange, almost wooden and ancient stone-looking sacrificial dagger in the color of this golden red fire emerges as I cast a spiritual weapon as a bonus action, apparently. Um, and I will, I will uh, look to the group and I'll say... Clearly, servants of her. She has been listening to us and watching us. And then I'm going to. Uh, how does spiritual weapon work? I'm going to. Uh, cleric. A cleric, yeah. Uh, I can. Oh, it attacks when you summon it. How about that? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to summon it uh, to the one closest to me. Natural 20, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Yeah. The first 20 I've rolled, on, I've rolled on the fucking Kraken dice. All right. Nice. Uh, and, and everyone watching. Uh, I am going to uh, then roll uh, some the, the, uh, the damage dice will be 2d8, um, which will be boink. Great. Boink. Great. Wow. Uh, eight points of, uh, a force, or of uh, force damage. Um, and then that is my, my bonus action. So that's okay. cast. And then I'm going to use my action to, um, uh, I can cast a cantrip, and I am going to uh, cast uh, Sacred Flame at the same wolf, okay. and I a pillar of flame will uh, shoot down as my lantern glows, and that's probably going to be a miss. Oh, no, it's a saving throw. Apologies. Uh, it's a saving throw of uh, a dex 15. That doesn't sound right. Uh, he fails. Okay, so with that, he is going to enjoy some uh, another D8. Let's see if I can roll better this time. A uh, two points of radiant damage. Yeah. <laughs> All right. These wolves will burn. Uh, you you see as the uh, wolf yelps as it takes this damage, but it still seems to look really hardy as it continues to move forward, saliva dripping from its maw. Um, Kana. Uh, Kana will move up here. She's going to be within 10 feet of the wolves with her back to uh, Sarnax and the professor. Uh, I'm going to cast uh, Fighting Spirit as a bonus action to give me advantage on my attack roll and Beautiful. five temporary hit points. Nice. As I take a deep breath in and then I swipe down on my advantage. Uh, I'll go for two. Okay. Uh, two 13s, one nice. 400. Gotta nice. give it up. Nice. Um, nice. Not quite a natty, that's all right. Uh, so it's gonna be 18. Uh, that hits. All right. So uh, that'll be seven points of slashing damage. Okay. And uh, yeah, I'm just gonna wait for them to walk, walk past me. Okay, it is Irina's turn. She oh. looks horrified um, as she sees these wolves coming at you, and you see as she fidgets for a moment and reaches into her bodice and pulls out a gleaming dagger, and she's going to go in for, I'm going to say, wolf number three. Irina. And she's going to hit. All oh right. Gosh. Which one's should be And she's going to do seven points of damage with her Damn! Damn. Damn. Let's get some. Will not have you 
tearing up my clothes. What a Ruining my vacation. I'm not going to ruin this. I am an adventurer. And that is her turn. I should not have said that. Um, so I'm going to follow and just grab her. I really didn't know. And um, I'm going to point at the wolf uh, number three as well and get back. And fire will gleam in my eyes and I'm going to cast firebolt on number three. Okay. That's fine. Uh, 17 to hit. Uh, 17 hits, yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll That'll be. Dude, Ah, two. I never knew Two damage. Two damage. That's a two, right? On these days? Yeah, that's yeah, a two. That's a two. That's okay, a two. Yeah. Two, two, two. All right. You, um, you let your... Uh, you just keep you, just, Irina. You, you pull Irina back, um, telling her to get out of the fray as you amount of damage um, out at this beast. She kind of looks at you quizzically as the blood drips from her dagger. I think we've got this together. What? <laughs> she squeezes your hand. And it is the dire wolf's turn. So um, the two on one side are going to make an attack on Kana and they're going to move in. One of them is going to make their attack on you. Um, and he is going to be... Uh, an 18 to hit. Uh, 18 does hit. Okay, so he is... He... He leans in, uh, slobber dripping from his maw as he opens his mouth and he goes in to bite and you feel his teeth puncture in between the, um, the plates of your armor as blood begins to spill out of your body doing a 13 damage. Whoa! Uh, what? My heavy armor master, uh, if this is non-magical, will reduce that by three. Yep. It is non-magical, and then, so it's ten. Nice. Uh, so it's ten, and then I have five temporary hit points. Well, there you so go. There we go. And the other one is going against um, Sarnax, and he's going to get a uh, 20. 20. Uh, warding flare at disadvantage. Ooh. As, so, as flame blast. So that would make it regular then. Oh, do they have advantages? Uh, oh, yeah. So whatever the... Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. So it's... Yeah, regular, yeah. Okay. So um, I'm trying to remember what the... I'm just going to roll again because I don't remember what the other one was. Uh, so then the lowest one would be the 20 because I rolled an 18 and a 15. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to... But I'm pretty sure that the other one hit too. They were both high. Um, so he is going to, what are you, you going to do? I was going to use my sentinel reaction as I can do that with a creature within five feet of me that attacks somebody else. I can Ooh. use my reaction to attack with my melee weapon. You can do that. All right. Uh, eight points of damage. Eight. <laughs> Gets past my shield. No. Uh, that will hit with a, uh, 22. That, that's it. And this uh, will be on one or two. This will be on two. Okay. Um, it does uh, seven points of slashing damage, Eesh. and I don't have a reaction this turn. Okay. Um, he bites in and is able to sink his teeth deep into Sarnax's flesh and take this opportunity to spin your Naginata around and open up a wound on the underside of its belly. Uh, it yelps, yeah. uh, but it looks at you with a ferociousness. Um, the other two are, one is going in on Victoria, and the other one is going to move in on uh, uh, Shepard. Um, yeah, that is definitely going to hit. A 23 to hit Victoria. Yep. And it's going to do a total of 13 damage oh to you. Oh god. And then the other one is going in on Shepard, and that is going to be a 16 to hit. That's a hit. And that is 
12 points of damage. In reaction, I use Hellish Rebuke. Okay. Yeah. A, a, it's a DC 10 deck save what, for what the, is one that the, hit, the one that hit me. Just the one that hit you? Yes. It doesn't yeah. do area no. effect? Okay. No. But it's a very, and it's only DC 10, so. Uh, oh, yeah, I got a natural 14. Yeah, you, you pass. What, it what was it? Uh, I don't think they take anything, but let me check. Oh, uh, oh yeah, half as much on a successful one. Okay, so it's 3d10. Holy shit. Uh, that's going to be, I guess, that's a one. Yeah. That sucks. Uh, wow, six points of total damage. So number two or three. three. Whichever so one three. hit me. Okay, and how many? How much damage, I'm sorry? So half of six. Three. Really? <laughs> three to ten, that was good. That's not good. It was like when I rolled the 2d8, I got a two and a one. I was like, wow, our damage uh, dice really went well. bites into you, and you are able to utilize your uh, tiefling heritage to radiate a blast of, of fiery magic out at this creature, singeing the fur on its muzzle. It yelps out, but it's staring you dead in the eyes, uh, ready to continue the battle, it is your turn. Uh, yes. I'm going to uh, shout, I hate wolves! And uh, mark <laughs> this one that bit me with Slayer's Prey. Okay. Uh, it's just an extra, it's a bonus action, my bonus action to designate this creature I can see. The first time that I hit the target with a weapon attack takes an extra 1d6. Oh, that's going to be a big old miss I think. Uh, oh, no. Plus 9, 12 to hit. Yeah, that misses. All right. I miss. That's this. Okay. Clayton. Firebolt, the one closest to um, Irina. 16 to hit. That hits. Four damage. You let loose a bolt of fire and it singes its fur, but it still seems to be hardy and hanging on. Sarnax, it is your turn. Uh, I'm going to use uh, my bonus action to... Uh, to stab uh, the the business here. Behind uh, the business. Number one. Uh, yeah, thirteen. Number two. Thirteen is a miss. Okay, thirteen is a miss. As it stabs, it it fails to stab. <laughs> so I'm going to uh, walk past it. I'll just take a feet of movement. Oh, I'll, I'll take an opportunity attack. Yeah. Okay, you're gonna be over here. Uh, I'm gonna walk towards uh, towards Victoria. Okay. Eighteen to hit. Uh, I'm going to use. It does hit. I'm gonna use my reaction to blind it again. Okay, so that was a disadvantage. Yeah. Okay. Twelve? Twelve misses. So I'll blind it. Uh, and it's like, not this time. And then I'm going to uh, use my action to uh, place my... Uh, I'll see the, the shred of the uh, the wolf bite. And I'll pull, just shove my uh, lizard hand in it as it glows in this horrible agony. Uh, I will cauterize the wound with healing uh, touch. Um, so you're healing your or cure wounds. Cure wounds. Cure wounds. Apologies. On, on, on Victoria... Oh, uh, on Victoria? Yes, on Victoria. I'm going to see Victoria's uh, wounds. Oh, nice! Uh, 12 points of healing. Thank you. And Thank you. I'm going nice. to, uh, it's going to cauterize the wound for that much. And then I am going to, uh, much so that was 510, probably 15. I can make it back another 15. I'm going to go back to where I was and uh, go back to tank. And I'll say, now I'm back. <laughs> and uh, that's that's my turn. <laughs> Okay, that is your turn. Uh, Kana. Uh, Kana's going to swing out against uh, number one, uh, kind of menacing at the both of them and say, uh, I just had you pounds for breakfast. Smack <laughs> one of them. Probably not going to hit this is a 13. Misses. Fuck. Oh All right, I should have used my goddamn fighting spirit. 
That's K. Uh, you know what? Do I have any other bonus actions as a fighter at level four? Nope. No, I'm nope. I'm good. So I'll just sit there and fuck. And <laughs> You'll sit there and fuck. Yeah. Uh, it is Victoria's oh, turn. She is going to once again look at number three and going to stab it with his with her dagger, and she is going to hit. Wow, so she she's is kicking going ass. To... When you get carried by the NPC, man. She's going to do seven points of damage. So number three. Yep. This reminds me of the time where Prime Party almost wiped to a group of wolves and a dire wolf. It's very reminiscent. (laughs) Oh, yeah. One one dire wolf. And a bunch of regular wolves. She takes her blade and sticks it back into the area that she'd already slashed at it, and she slides even further. You begin to see bits of muscle and exposed bone. Her hand is covered in blood as she looks down at it. Uh, And she wipes it on her dress. I'm an adventurer. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Um, My turn. So I'm going to raise my hand, and a a mass of energy is going to display in my hand. I'm going to look at number three, and then also swivel to four, and I'm going to hurl the chaos bolt, and it will split out. I will twin the spell and attack those. Dang. Let's go. That's some. Twinning. Twinning. Oh. You have inspiration. You do have inspiration. I'm going to use it. 12. That misses. That misses. Guys. Is it one attack roll for both? Separate attack roll. Okay, so then we'll say three misses, and I'm going to roll here so it doesn't go crazy. Uh, 10, 20. Nice. Yeah, hit. Um, so it is 2d8. So that is um, six damage and. And you choose one of those is the damage type. Um, let's do poison. Okay, cool. <laughs> so that is poison, six poison damage to number four. You shoot your, you channel your magic, and you shoot forth two bolts of chaos. Um, this is the first time you've ever done something like this, and the power of it uh, makes you stumble. One of the bolts shoots off into the forest, but the other one is able to find um, purchase on one of these beasts, one that hadn't been damaged before. As you begin to see its um, its fur melt away, as its skin bubbles up, uh, covered in poison. And it is the dire wolf's turn. Um, once again, number one is going to uh, attack Connor. Uh, with a 24 to hit. So uh, it is going to do 13 points of damage to you, Connor. And then the other one is going in on Sarnax, and that is going to be a 22. And that is Six points of damage. Well, acid damage. Where are we in the initiative? Is it? Um, we are at direwolves. Okay. Um, I have my reaction back. Can I attack the one that just attacked Sarnax? Yes, yeah. within five feet of me. Yep. Number two. Uh, it doesn't hit. Uh, yeah, seven. No, Number that's actually acid damage. Of oh, that's fine. Okay. Same thing. Sorry. I didn't realize there was a charger here. Um, <laughs> and then number three is going to attack um, Irina. The natural 20. Okay. Oh, no. Still so, um, wait, still wait, 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 wait. Uh, so I see the wolf lunging at Irina. Yes! And I'm going to say, um, Irina, to your left, turn! Duck! And it's going to make it a four. Oh, my God! Yes! So good. Yes! 
so good, Wizards. So every campaign I DM, there's someone who's going to prevent me from now 20. Yeah. You see as... Clayton, you look out and you are scanning everything and the the cogs in your brain are turning as you're watching everything that's happening and you know before, it's almost as if you know before the wolf, the dire wolf even knows as you turn and you see the way it's moving in. Irina is cleaning off the blade and you reach over and Irina down and you put, you force her down as she cowers to the, to the ground. The wolf snaps at empty space. It would have done probably lethal damage had you not prevented this from happening. Um, The other one is going to turn in and attack um, Shepard with a fuck, uh, an 11. Miss. So it will miss, and that is the wolf's turn. Um, As it snaps at me, I'll just kind of like put my boot in its face and be like, damn it, and fire off two shots right in his face. Right. Boot. Boot. It's a snake in my boot. Uh, I'm going to use my inspiration on my natural one. Okay. Uh, so I got a 17 and a 25. Okay. Nice. Oh, this, this, and this, this is for, this is for number four. four. Number four. <laughs> it's going to be 10, uh, 20 points of damage. Wow. Uh, you fire in both of your blasts at point blank range. It opens its mouth to go in and bite as you put both of your weapons down its throat and blast into its belly. It looks like it is barely hanging on. It went from the least wounded to the most wounded. (laughs) And it is uh, Clayton's turn. I'm just going to cast Major Armor on myself because I forgot to do that. I forgot to do that this morning! (laughs) (laughs) Been there, buddy. Been there. Okay, that's your turn? Yep. All right. Uh, With that, it is Sarnax. Uh, I am going to use uh, my uh, daggers. Which one? uh, one, What's the one in front of Kana? Oh, number one. Uh, Number one, I am going to... It seems to be the one in the best health. I'm going to attack uh, number one with my uh, my dagger. That's your spiritual weapon? Natural 20. Nice! Damn, my spiritual weapon is way better than I do. (laughs) Uh, Another two. (laughs) Uh, An eight! Okay, uh, that is going to be uh, 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 15 points of uh, force damage. Wow. And then I'm going to uh, raise up my lantern and say, I've had enough. Garrix, give me the power to destroy. And then I'm going to cast Radiance of the Dawn. And his fire is going to shoot out. And uh, everyone, every single wolf needs to make a costume saving every, every single one of you. Every, every single wolf. Every single one of you. You're all fucked. that. <laughs> Um, let's see. You said constitution? Constitution. Cons plus two. So I got a seven, two sevens. Fail. A 13. Fail. And a 18. 18 will pass. Okay, um, so that's so, number four. So the, the number four will take half of this. Okay. Four is uh, 16 points of uh, radiant Damn. damage. Right? 12 plus four? Yeah. 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 16 points of radiant damage. Holy and shit. And that's, um, okay. You see as Sarnax uh, looks over at Kana as this wolf is bearing down on her, her having um, on multiple occasions swiped in and damaged the wolf in front of him as he lets out this burst of radiant energy. Three of the wolves fall. Yes! As two, the one directly in front of him looks around but continues its focus on you uh, as it is ready to 
hopefully destroy you. Where is your pack now? Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Burn. Burn damage. (laughs) Just just literally barely on two of them. Barely. Wow. Okay. Um, And that is your turn. Donna. Um... Shit. That was good. Yeah, it was seriously. <laughs> that was seriously, seriously well timed. If you uh, if you try to grapple something, uh, do they have to make a check on their turn, kind of thing? They can, they can choose to. They can try to. They can, escape. To, they can choose to escape. It's an action to escape. You can, or they still, can just attack you. you can still attack while grappled. Okay. Yeah, so it might just bite the shit out of you. Uh, okay, I'm gonna swing in with my Nevada. That will miss. And, what was uh, it? It was uh, a seven. Yeah, no, that misses. Uh, nice. I just really like saying that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that was sadistic DM. <laughs> That's what you guys just literally starting to just kill three of the dire wolves. Um, one fucking turn. So I'm just standing there angrily in front of it. Curse you! <laughs> that'll be my turn. I'll try to like sidestep. Oh, well, that was my action to attack. Yeah. Um, oh, you're attacking. Right. I will stand. Yeah, as where I am, just in front of the professor. I'll be my turn. Okay. Can we first attack? Irina is going to see these wolves fall. The radiance of Sarnak's um, holy magic as it. Um, as the ash from the burning corpses begins to rise up in the air and she's going to look between all of you. Oh, well. Might as well then. And she rushes over to the side and she's going to attempt to stab the wolf. Oh my gosh, she's how do you want to do this? I hope so. She does hit. Oh my fucking god. That's what she can do. Oh And she stabs her dagger in and um, rips open part of its chest as it begins to slobber down over. Oh, poor choice, bad choice, bad choice. And she's going to stand there as it's looming now over her. Victoria. Please get back, Arena. I thought you were going Sorry. It's not safe. I'll rush around here and just kind of over her shoulder. Again, fire will blast in my eyes and I'll hurl out a firebolt. Oh Why are you doing this to me, Sparkly Dice? Eight. That misses. That misses. It is now the direwolf's turn. As it is going to turn towards Irina. And it is going to it is going to bite down on her. No longer at advantage, but it does still hit. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, right. And it is going to do 13 points of damage to her. It bites down on her and uh, it bites in on her shoulder and she screams out loudly in pain as she reaches up. Oh, bad choice. Oh, I didn't feel so good. And she leans forward. She's still conscious, but barely. Okay, I'm going to use my reaction. Get back, you beast! Come on! Fuck yeah! Alright, 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 19. That hits, yeah. Uh, 18. That hits. 19, I'm sorry. Ah! That also hits! (laughs) That's really fucking good. Uh, 12 points of slashing damage. You take your naginata and you slide it in across the belly. Its intestines begin to spill out on the ground, but it still Damn you. hangs on. These wolves are dire. <laughs> Shepard. I'm going to uh, 
run like 15 feet to my left and do a sweet like tuck and roll as my hat flies off and yell, uh, I read a no, and I'm going to steady and take two shots. Oh, yeah. I got a uh, 15 and an 18. Both hits. Sixteen points of damage. You walk around to the side and you yell out to Irina as you let one of your bolts fly. You see the moment it hits, the life drain from its eyes, but that's not enough as you shoot the other one in for good measure, um, completely um, erasing all life from this creature's body. As you are no longer in battle, the corpses of these four dire wolves littered the ground around you, three of them completely charred. Irina bent over as she's putting pressure on the wound on her shoulder. I I don't know what got into me. I should have stayed back. I should have listened. I should have listened to the stupid dagger that Father gave me. I, are you I, all right? Irina, what were you thinking? I catch her. I and thought I was an adventurer. And she oh, willingly yes. falls into into your arms. Yes, please. I can know my legs cannot support me. Let me clarify. You are on an adventure. You are not an adventurer. I don't know. I felt so empowered. There is the difference. <sighs> Professor, perhaps we don't yell at her while she is bleeding yes, out. Yes, please. please. Instant. Uh, uh, move, move aside. And I'm going to, to walk over to her. And oh, what, what are you doing? What are you and doing? Was, and I'm going to look down at her. That was very foolish. And this will hurt. No, right? but that's... Oh my god! And I'm going to uh, cast uh, Cure Wounds on. Ah! This is not Scar. I am a lady after all. Oh, my, where's my D8? Come on, come on, big come on, number! And a one. Uh, six points of healing. Okay, not bad. She, she still is wounded, but she seems to be feeling better. Oh my god. god. David, I hate wolves! I take out my my water sack and I hand it to her and hold her up and I... Please, please rest as, as long as you need to while we clean this up. These were nothing like the ones we saw in Sugar. These are far more evil. They are. They are very servants. large. They are servants. Kick one. Kick one of the corpses with my foot. Yeah. Irina, you need to stay safe. It is our duty to protect you. I, I understand, but I could not just stand there and let you deal with all of that. Yes, you, you could. You saw what they did. I have this dagger for a reason. And she pulls out this ornately crafted dagger. It's absolutely beautiful. And you can see that there is a magical property to it. Do you mind if I see that? Well, what are you going to do to it? If I'm just going to take a look. Well, sure. I thought you were wielding just any old dagger. No. Well, it's a dagger like the rest, but my father gave it to me. It has sentimental value. Uh, you do, can do see I... the motif swirling around it is looks to be a swarm of bats swirling up the hilt. Um, the very end of it has the head of a um, of what appears to be some kind of um, carnivorous bat. Its fangs. Uh, out and wings are wrapped slightly around it as a hilt protecting the If anyone fingers. would like to investigate these wolves before I burn them I suggest you do it now and I'm going to pull out oil well, and start well, dragging uh, uh, the wolves that, into a pile We're going to need food Don't yes, you think right. we should harvest them? That's what they're eating out here These are the wolves that they are eating that we ate this morning I would imagine. Maybe smaller. Are we sure that they are not vile servants of the Countess? Mr. Shepard? I'm not sure of anything. Could you please take a look? Yeah. 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 
Irina, you can't just go running into battle. I, it was, it was foolish. Protect yourself always, but don't put yourself in dust. I'd like to examine them from a, uh, you know, biological perspective, I suppose. Well, I... Can I help him if I get up and leave Irina to show Yeah, yeah. For, for what it's worth, if they are monstrosities, they are my favorite enemy. Okay. Uh, I would Depending say roll, roll a nature check. Oh, monstrosities. A nature check. And you will roll at advantage because Kana is helping you. He's assisting you. Alright, let's see some nature. Uh, 20. You look down at these creatures and inspect their body, and you see that they are, in fact, dire wolves. You've seen um, dire coyotes similar in the um, in Yona, and they um, they they don't appear to be anything special. They're not shape changers, etc. They're simply just four incredibly large dire wolves. And, uh, but I, I would get the... Uh, do I get the sense it's edible? We're yeah. not like, you know, it's... Yeah. Okay. It's wolf meat, just larger wolf do meat. Do we have an understanding that just dire animals Means are larger. Like bigger, larger... More they're not ferocious. inherently like monstrosities or no, beasts. They're, they're just, you can tell that they are simple. They're right. just beasts. Okay. But they are... So they're not monstrosities? No. Okay. They're beasts. They're just the they're larger variety of okay. wolves. That, all right. That's what I was trying. Uh, yeah, this this looks this meat looks fine to eat. It's, it should be fine. We'll, we'll try to uh, harvest as much as we can, preserve as much as we can, and uh, uh, we'll have a good source of food for a while because these they're massive, large animals. I'll assist you, Shepard, if you need help carving them up. As will I. Thank you. I appreciate Please that. Harvest what meat you can. Do I get any sense of the magic on this dagger? Just in, in a, kind of a, a non-spell type of way. Or while they're doing that, that'll take 10 minutes, right? Okay. I, I would like to ritualize, uh, I'll say Sinsum, and I want to cast uh, Detect Magic uh, to see what sense I get from this dagger. Uh, abjuration. Mm, abjuration. It's a protective school of magic. What do you know about this dagger? Oh, not at all. Um, my father gave it to me, I would say about a month, maybe two ago. Probably a month. Well, we must find some pearls for me to learn anything about it, but there's you know, it's, there's clearly some kind of protective magic on this thing. Oh. Please keep it safe. It may save your life one day. I will. Thank you. And I'll get it back. She puts it back into her bodice. Well, wish I was of more use in that fight. Well, if it weren't for you, I don't believe I would be sending it. I suppose that's true. Team effort, Professor. If we spent um, some time carving up the the meat, like off to the side of the road, like could we take a short rest in the meantime? If we made like a small camp sort of thing, to uh, cook I would it? say to carve up the meat, you wouldn't. You would have to be resting yeah, to yeah, be um, to be benefiting from a short rest. So you can either just rest on the side of the road, or you can carve up the meat. Okay. I'm, I'm actively harvesting. Yeah, and, I, and as soon as we're done, like, carving something, I'm then going off and I'm dragging each wolf into a pile, and I start to <laughs> cook the entire fucking thing in oil. 
And burning it. And then, yeah, I'm going to burn it, and then I'm going to watch it burn, and then uh, as that finishes, and it's a super, I imagine it's just like a super fast-acting fast uh, oil that basically it burns to ashes. Oh, do you assume that, Mike? Well, I don't I, no, you know we talked fine. about. Okay, exactly. Yes, so yeah, the, the oil, I'm, and I'm being staring about it, but I, I obviously, <laughs> when, when my hand reaches into my pack, it rattles around a lot of vials, and so I'll pull it out, oh, I'll, I'll burn it, and as the ash uh, as they all finish burning, I'll reach over and I'll pull into this uh, very well hidden uh, pouch and I'll pull out another black seed. And I'll just with one claw I'll place it into the earth and I'll say, Submit to the soil of the earth. And then I'll turn. Are we ready to go? Who was doing, who was heading up the uh, carving up of the wolves? Okay, uh, if you want to roll another, um, I would say a survival check. And do it at advantage with uh, the additional. Ooh. Um, I uh, oh got a 12. Okay. I believe. Uh, you... Yeah. These wolves are large, Couldn't and you worse. have the additional hands as well as the additional time, and you're able to carve up um, a large sack full of meat. Uh, you double bag the sack because it's beginning already beginning to drip with the blood of these creatures. You know that you're going to need to find some place to store it, but at the very least you have um, some rations. If we can make it to the windmill, maybe take some time to start a fire. We can, we can cook most of this meat off and it'll hold longer if it's cooked. Oh, no. You better go with that. You don't want to waste any more time. No one was ever killed by rotten flesh, Shepard. Uh, no. I disagreed with that. I mean, I, I suppose if, if you ate it, it wouldn't be healthy for you. Or you know, most people can't survive on on perhaps, spoiled meat. Perhaps your biology. We can continue. Touche. Uh, let's carry on. You continue along the winding road, and it takes. A while, but you're listening now, and occasionally you hear the faint howls of wolves, and you move yourselves off into the underbrush to avoid them keeping quiet. You encounter a few more tricks of the mind, but you are able to steel yourself against them for the time being until you finally make your way to a crossroads. In front of you, there are three paths. One... With a sign, there's a post with three wooden um, pieces of signage. One leading to your uh, one leading to your left, carved the word Falaki. Another leading towards leading in front of you, and off to the right, nothing carved on it. Then one leading to your right with the words Castle Ravenloft. It's easy enough for you to see that cresting over the hill in the direction of the unmarked post, you can see the broken okay, pane so of a windmill. So yes, we will go, I believe, this uh, unmarked post. I see. This path leads to the windmill. All right. As we can see by this map, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't take us too long to get there. Um... We don't have to spend long here, but let's at least take a look around. And so, Shepard, let's be mindful of the horrors that may be going on with, with the children. Yes, sir. So we will approach. 
you begin to make your way along the unmarked path. And you can tell that this path is not traveled often, but you keep an eye out and you see these small indentations along the path of the two, the two small round wheels of a cart that seems to have traveled along this path on uh, at a normal in normal intervals, and you make your way up as the foliage of the forest around you begins to encroach ever closer to you until you finally find yourself spilling out onto a hill. It is fairly open. Put this. Oh, shit. I want to put this down. You see a small rickety sign hanging on the very front, carved by hand, the words Old Bone Grinder. The windmill itself is in disrepair. Oh, the, hold on. Can we, can we get the, the camera story? The veins, or the, um, the wings of it, some complete, one completely broken off, the other tattered, the wood old, rotted, snapped. It sits at the very top of this hill, and all is quiet around you. Do we trust this wind enough to continue? Trust is how? You mean the stability? Structural integrity? Like it's not going to collapse on us? We go inside. No, I believe the evil taint that I am sure lingers on this place. I reckon you're right. It has an old, ominous name. And it looks clearly in disrepair. They said it was. The stone told us. Is there any mention in that uh, document we found about uh, old bone grinder? Uh, they did not mention a the name old bone grinder. They simply referred to the windmill, and they referred to its location. But beyond that, is all it says. I can read it again. Uh, no need. I just you know maybe a quick uh, look over. I just I, I, this is probably the right place. I just wish we had some way to absolutely confirm. <clears throat> this deed is also for the land surrounding the windmill not held in common. So there's at least some parcel of land that accompanies this windmill. And just that it was owned by the Jess at one point. Who are all dead? So as far as I'm concerned, this windmill is now property of Miss Howard University. And I will see that the Burgomaster signs it over as such. If there is an unshakable evil taint on this place, Professor, I would strongly suggest we do as Shepard had feared I would. Well, I don't see any reason to burn it just yet. Let's at least take a look around. I'm saying if there is, we should be prepared. I'm prepared for every possible solution, if it makes sense. Very well. Shepard and I, and Connor can take the lead, please. Do we see any movement at all, like any signs of life anywhere around? No. Well, I will be behind you. All right. You mind if I take the lead here? Please do. I will light your way. I'm going to walk up to the front of the windmill and see if I can open the front door. <clears throat> so, you, you guys are still 
considerably further back. You're oh, looking yeah, yeah, at this yeah. up on the hill. I'm going to walk all the way to the window. And we're all we're all <laughs> along the window. Yeah. Shep's in front. And I'm and I have my my lantern like kind of over his shoulder, just casting the light. The onion-domed edifice leans forward into one side, as though trying to turn away from the stormy gray sky. You see gray brick walls and dirt-covered windows on the upper floors. A decrepit wooden platform encircles the windmill above a flimsy doorway leading to the building's interior. Perched on a wooden beam above the door is a raven. It hops about and squawks at you, seemingly agitated. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to open the Goodness. door. I want you to roll an insight check. Insight? Oh, boy. <laughs> Ten. The raven hops back and forth. Kana hisses at it. It croaks at you, um, seemingly even more agitated. But you reach forward. Hold on, Shepard. Do y'all perceive this? You see that it's doing that, yeah. I'm going to cast Tech Magic. I'm not a spiritual, so it's instant. Okay. Do I get any sense on the raven that it's magical? Um, this is a good question. I'll say yeah. Yeah, you do. Um, do I understand what school it is? Oh, Transmutation. Oh, wait, hold on. Um, can I can I do it as an action? Oh boy! Nope. We sure don't. <laughs> so that's as a ritual. See, so yeah, it's so it's it's one action normally. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I will yes. I will cast it as an action. Yes. Um, and I, I would like you to roll an insight check. I've stopped with my my hand on the handle of whatever okay. there might be. I'll say you you kind of wiggle it back and forth. You can tell the door is not locked. Okay. Uh, 12. You look up at this raven, and you can tell that there is something magical about it. It is not what it seems. And you look about, and you get a feeling of foreboding, of warning. The raven looks down at you and makes no more sounds as it feels it's delivered its message. Hold on, Shepard. What's up, Professor? And it flies away. Uh, hold on, hold on. Before it flies away, oh my god, just in that moment as it's about to fly away, um, I will cast... Fireball! <laughs> I sit on the raven! I fart on the I raven. I on the raven. Uh, I, let me see the raven, this real quick. Not even work. But I will attempt to, in a sphere that doesn't touch any of us, but is around the raven, I will cast uh, sleep. Oh my god. On, okay. On the raven. <laughs> Shepard's not ready Yikes. to die today. Oh my god. Okay. So, you, you see as the raven feeling that it's delivered its message of foreboding, of warning. And it begins to fly away. <laughs> you reach up your hand and you say... Sombrero. You see as strange magics begin to swirl around the raven as its wings stop flapping and it spirals and plummets to the ground. It impacts. <laughs> Professor, what have you done? Oh, boy. I use mage hand and I pick it up. You pick up 
the body of this raven, its wings falling limp out of the mage hand as you fly it directly towards you. Its head lulls to one side. Professor, what are you doing? Does it look alive? It does not. Oh, no! Professor, I think you've killed it. Well... I want to examine it. Can you please explain what's going on? Uh, roll an investigation. This was some sort of... There, there is some kind of foul magic on this raven. Professor, we know exactly what this raven is. We've heard it time and again. The ravens are, are messengers. Ah, no. And the you... countess is messengers and you've killed it. Uh, three... She will take this as a sign of disrespect. Uh, I'm going to take my hat off. Exactly. Uh, you inspect the raven, and this close, though you do feel that sense of transmutation, you can't quite understand what it's implying, what it means, as you look down at the lifeless creature in your mage hand. A, so it's still magical. A, or no? I guess the no, that would have dissipated upon its death. So yeah, no, you no longer sense magic about this creature. And as you hold it aloft in your mage hand, you see this small creature that was here warning you that is no longer among the living. Professor, if this uh, is some sort of messenger from the Countess, I we still gotta go meet her and talk to her. I suggest we don't antagonize any of her Pets, even? Uh, Why would there be transmutation magic on this creature? I I, I don't know. It's seemingly just a bird. Is there any other source of magic that you can feel around you? Just transmutation. And it dissipated upon its death. The door. Is Is the door magical? No. Can we proceed? What should we do with this creature? Bury it with any other creature. the scavengers will feast. I will shed no tear for a bird. I'm, I'm going in. Please go in. And I, I open the door. You open the door. The sound of the creaking of the hinges seems to echo down the hillside as you make your way into a small room. Ground floor has been converted into a makeshift kitchen. The room is filthy. Baskets and old dishware are piled everywhere. Adding to the clutter is a peddler's cart a chicken coop, a heavy wooden trunk, and a pretty wooden cabinet with flowers painted on its doors. In addition to the clucking of the chickens, you can hear toads croaking. The sweet smell of pastries blends horridly with the stench that burns your nostrils. The awful odor comes out of an open, upright barrel in the center of the room. Warmth issues from a brick oven against one wall, and a crumbling staircase ascends the wall across from it. Inside, shrieks and cackles from somewhere higher up cause the old mill to shudder. Shudder? Like actual like shrieks, shriek, actual shrieking and cackling? Mm-hmm. Someone's, someone's living here, and I think we all know exactly who it is. So before I would have walked in there, I would have torn a bit of my underskirt and wrapped wrapped the bird up in it and just kind of placed it somewhere nicely. Is this oh, the windmill that's on our deed, Professor? Yes. Is this, is this our ammunition for what lies within? 
I think either way, we need to find who's cackling upstairs. Sarnax, I think we've got a squatter, and I think it's about time we evict them. Oh no, Shepard. Not a squatter. Vermin have moved into the attic. And rather than eviction, I prefer extermination. Let's not do anything hasty. We should heed the warning of the raven. This might not be our fight today. Perhaps it was her raven, and perhaps it warned her. Let us proceed. Carefully. Quietly. As stealthily as we can. I'm going to unholster judgment as I make my way to the staircase. Mr. Morgan, we don't want to antagonize anyone here. We're just going to have a little chat. I can see all over you that you're agitated and you're going to put whoever's up there into a tizzy. We can't have it. We've been through enough today. This is our windmill, is it not, Professor? Did you not want to come here and see what was going on? No, I agree. I believe that we should investigate. Let's just ask some questions before we do some shooting. Perhaps we should get them downstairs on our level first. Fear going up these creaky stairs. I don't see any other option besides ascending the creaky stairs. Say no more. Sarnax, it is as you say this that the door you entered in creaks open and you see the plump rear of a woman begin to make its way um, root vegetables and things spilling out of her hands as she turns around. Morgantha stands there looking at all of you. What? What are you doing here? Have you come to buy some pastry? What are you doing here? I live here. I just like look up the staircase. Do we hear anything? Yeah, you still hear this this cackling, singing, laughter. What is that sound coming from upstairs? My daughters. Why are they cackling like that? They're laughing. Why? They're probably playing a game. Well, I must inform you that we are now the owners of this windmill. You cannot live here any longer. I'm not sure about that. This is our home, sir. Well, that's too bad. This is our property. You can see here, and I love the... the I think it's time for you to leave. Professor. You've overstayed your welcome. We we just spoke of this, not antagonizing. What use do we have of an old windmill? Why would you pick this old windmill? I know that we've had run-ins with her before, and she's not on the up-and-up as we might like her to be, but... We really want to push her into a fight here. Does she seem disturbed by the deed that he started pulling her out? Did not get any sense of body language from her? No. Now, if you don't mind, staying here, we will take a look around. Please. All right, I'll stay here with her. You will. Professor, no, we will all stay together. Well, shall we go upstairs together then? Yes. I'll be happy to take the lead. Would you like to join us? No. I'll stay here. Thank you. I don't intend to leave her by herself. 
How long have you lived here, Magafi? A while, child. And how did you come to live here? By choosing to. Were there tenants here before you? Does it look like there was anyone here before me? Can I inside track her when she steps up? Mm-hmm. See if she's on the truth. Uh, 11. She seems like she doesn't know. She's saying whatever she feels like saying. <clears throat> I'm going upstairs. Please. Mr. Sarnax, would you like to accompany Mr. Morgan upstairs? I will stay down here and accompany our guest. Our tenant. I do not think this is a good idea, Professor. I don't see any other way besides binding, enforcing our new friend up the stairs. And I'd like to avoid that if possible, wouldn't you as well? Certainly we can act with more decorum than that, Professor. Mm-hmm. He will leave soon. I'm sorry. He will leave soon. Me. I will leave soon. Be gone, pest. What does that mean? Sure. Way of the raven. Margotha, would it be all right if we came upstairs and met your daughters? Do what you'd like to do, little one. Professor? Yes? I'm going upstairs. Please go upstairs. I will go attend to you, but I believe the lady should stay with the professor, if that is the case. Agreed. That sounds fine. We'll the be, two of you go. Please holler if you need anything. It'll be five minutes. All right. Let's go, Sarnas. All right. We mean you no harm. Mm. But your, your cryptic, foul... You come into my home and threaten me, and then you dare to talk to me about my foul utterances. Be gone, pest. The way of the raven with you. This is not your home. That is the last thing that you hear as you ascend the stairs. The dirt-caked windows allow very little light to enter this eight-foot-high chamber, most of which is taken up by a large millstone connected to a wooden gear shaft that rises through the ceiling in the center of the room. A stone staircase continues up toward the sound of a loud cackling. So we are on the second floor? You are on the second floor. We are all together or just the two of them? Just the two of them. Okay. Um, I'm standing with them, but kind of defensively in front of uh, the two of them, if I can. Like between the lady. So there's really nothing on this floor, nothing. I mean, just you said just a millstone. You can investigate. That's it. Well, I'm just at first glance. That's all. At first glance, it appears to be a millstone and some uh, some baskets. Sarnax, I'm, I'm, I need to keep moving. I'm, I'm curious to see if she's keeping children here. We shall make a quick sweep. Tip your hat to the ladies unless they are doing anything foul and we will leave. I am very concerned about the professor's state right. of mind. Let's, let's proceed. And we'll just go up to the next floor. Okay, you begin to make your way up to the next floor. We'll go back to floor one. She stares you down, her nose hooked at the end. And as you look at her, she seems to be getting uglier and uglier by the moment. 
what once was a old woman, pockmarked face, etc., now stands before you a haggard, heavy set old woman with a face as wrinkled as a boiled apple. She slowly sweeps the floor, but she does not break eye contact with you. She pushes around a few things, and you begin to see old bones start stirring up a cloud of white dust. Looking down at her, you see the apron that she once wore dirty is now bloodstained, flour caked upon it. A long, sharp bodkin impales her bundled-up mound of gray hair. Uh, Shepard Sarnax, please uh, return. Are you getting scared? Who are you? A woman sweeping her room. Who are you? Wakanda, darling, would you like to buy a dream pastry? Why have you been fooling us? Why have you been fooling these townspeople? What have you been feeding them? I fool no one. You want a pastry? I give you a pastry. Do I know anything about hags? Roll an insight check. Or not an insight, an intelligence check. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't care for history. Uh, I'll do the I'll I'll twenty. I'll do twenty. This is so yeah. bad. Um, you you have heard of hags. You don't know anything about them. You know that they're tricksy. You know that they are um, highly magical. Be very dangerous. Oh my god! It's very self-serving, and I would say that you know that they do. They're not always, but they do form covens of three. Oh, this is uh, so Hucker. bad! Uh, yes, I should know this. So, not in character. So, as we hear the cackling, I will say I am not confident in the professor's state of mind, but I worry that great evil is occurring here. However, Shepard, if whatever evil here is far too powerful for us to overcome, we must not be afraid to flee. Right, right. I'm, I'm just concerned she mentioned using these children for labor. If there's any chance that we can save some of them or turn them to their families, I think that's where our priority should be. I, I just, I just want to look. I, I, I mean, where could she be keeping all these children that, that, that she... Is taken from these. I mean, we don't know how many, right? And and I just want to make sure these daughters of hers are actually her children and not just kids that she's stolen from the families of Morovia. That could be the case. Oh, is that professor so, I hear? <laughs> so, yeah. So, so did we hear the professor yell? Oh yeah. You're you're sim- you're. There is no doorway. Well, I don't know like um, magical means. We just wouldn't. You know. Oh, no, you, you, you definitely heard him yell. Uh, oh, uh, 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 we 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 should just check quick. I, I, we should get back to the professor. The professor asks that we come back as soon as we can, Shepard. As quickly as you can, gentlemen, please. <clears throat> Just a quick peek. I will not stop you. Let us go quickly. All right, we're gonna we're gonna proceed up to the third floor. Okay. You make your way up the so- creaking <laughs> stairwell up to the third floor. Dancing around a thick wooden gear shaft in the center of this cramped circular room are two ugly young women wearing silk shawls and gowns of stitched flesh. Long needles stick out of their tangled mops of black hair. The women cackle with glee. 
In a rotting wooden closet are three crates stacked on top of another with small doors set into them. Next to the closet is a heap of discarded clothing. A ladder climbs to a wooden trap door in the nine-foot-high ceiling. A moldy bed with a tattered canopy stands nearby. As they dance around, they immediately notice as you walk up. <laughs> he's, he's mine. No, he's mine. No, he's mine. I'm going to take him. Ooh, I'm going to pick him first. And they begin to move directly towards you. And you believe that they're moving towards you as they both turn and look to Sarnax. I, I draw my weapon immediately and say, not another oh, step. <laughs> we mean you no harm. Sarnax, this is pure fucking evil. Oh, we're not evil. We're having a great time. Join us. We mean you know. Around the middle yet again. I'm going to cast Thaumaturgy as my voice is going to boom and my eyes flare. We mean you no harm, women. However, do you have children here? Yes, do you want them? (laughs) Are they alive? Some of them. Release them immediately. No. Mommy would be angry. We will not do that. Mommy would be so angry. So their their clothes are made. You begin to hear you begin to hear the whimpering and crying coming from the three stacked boxes off to the side in the corner. Keeping my weapon drawn on them, (laughs) I'm gonna start to sidestep towards the boxes. I wouldn't do that. Why not? They'll die. If you think mommy won't call her pet if you let them free, you were wrong. Shepherd. What kind of pet? Oh, go downstairs and see. Mommy! Gentlemen, please! And as she yells this, you immediately see as the woman in the middle, having gotten closer and closer to the, to the middle of the room, the tall open barrel with the foul stench billowing out of it, places her hand on the top. You see as the black ichor begins to pull and spill around her hand. Yes. As she pulls it up, you start to see a creature form. No. I need you all to roll for initiative. Oh, Oh, God. This is so bad. Oh, we are so fucked. This is where we die. We are so screwed. It's not even funny. I got 25 points. Oh, God. Yikes. We are so screwed. It is not even funny. I got the old scurries. Do you? Oh, my fucking God. Oh, I got a high high initiative this time. For once. I actually don't know why I rolled that many times. Holy fuck. Holy fuck. Does Barrel have uh, one L or two? I think we're uh, Dunzo, my dudes. This was a bad idea. (laughs) Did did I hear the horrific conversation that happened upstairs? Being downstairs. Um, I would say you you could hear like cackling and And mumbling and like the loudness. I don't think you would necessarily be able to make out exactly what the hag said, but you would be. Yes. Okay. That's all I need. This is so bad. Mm -hmm. Very bad. Uh, Oh, I did roll first. So twenty to twenty-five. Me, I got a twenty-one. Fifteen to twenty. Eighteen. Seventeen. Ten to fifteen. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh, five to ten. Four. What did you get, Sarnax? Okay, which one of you wants I'm to go first? first. Please <laughs> 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 Okay. Holy crap. You 
upstairs, you you hear as the um, you hear as these hags call out, and downstairs you see as this as Morgantha pulls forth this disgusting. Uh, fiendish entity and plops it down on the ground right next to her. Now standing next to her is a dredge. Um, and I need Shepard. You are now looking at both of these hag women as they are around you. Um, they're within, they're about 10 feet from you. Yeah. And they're both eyeing the door. I cast Hunter's Mark, one of them, I shoot her in the face. Okay. <sighs> Oh, oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we're now 100% dead. Oh, no. We're 100% dead. Professor, why? Oh, no, we're golden. That's a 21 to hit. All right. Uh, That hits. Um, So that's going to be 1d6 plus 1d6 plus 5. 10 points of damage. Okay. To the one that's more greedily eyeing my boy Sarnex. You look at the one of one of them and you fire your uh, bolt into them. She takes the damage. She rears back. She looks down at the wound and her her tongue lolls out, covered in um, pus like pustules, as she licks at the wound and smiles at you. Yep. <laughs> that's what the hags do. Oh Sarnex, get her! <laughs> Jesus. Um. Okay. Well. It's not my turn anymore. <laughs> uh, it is their turn. They are both, they're going to use their actions and they are going to dash from the room. Actually, no, they're going to use their action and you're going to see as both of them disappear from sight. Fuck. <laughs> you hear the professor again. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I'll look at, at Shepard and say, and uh, if you want to place this and the others down in the base, so Morgantha is going to look at um, is going to look at uh, Clayton, and she's going to um, she's going to look directly at you, and she is going to <sighs> the way of the raven, and she's going to cast sleep on you. Um. Oh well, I would like to let you know just before we do this. Uh, that sleep is an AOE and it's based on hit point total. So yes. if she can't sleep, she's probably going to get all of us. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm at right. 25 hit points. Who has the lowest hit points right now? It, is it just of them? On the f- it starts with I'm the lowest hit points. Yeah, just take Victoria. That's fine. I'm at 30. Take her here. You're at what? 25. Also. Okay. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I don't know if you have to choose or roll. We have this. Do I do have to kidding. roll? So <laughs> eat the professor. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Tags happened. Have a great summer. We don't really know what happened. Summer. I'd say yeah. ask our, our, our glorious leader. Jesus. Oh, this is so bad. It's very bad. We've never <laughs> fucked it before. No, this is this is an epic fuck up. Yeah, this, this is, is this, this is, is where the campaign. And I don't want to point any fingers. 33. So she immediately looks and turns towards Victoria and caresses the side of your face as you fall completely unconscious. Oh no. Oh no. And that is her turn. Victoria. Victoria, you are sleeping. Oh. Uh, Clayton. 
Uh, someone asked what level we are. We're all level four. Oh, sorry. Walleye fan answer. Uh, Cheers. Ooh. That's it. That's just it. That's all we are for. Yep. We're gonna be no extra attack. Zero uh, I really wish I had that. I really would have been dead. Um, I'm going to say, you're going to regret this. And then my case is going to whip up and open, and I'm going to pull out uh, some tiny little uh, blackberry tarts. I don't see. And a, fe- and a feather. And I'm going to say, silly orum. And I'm going to cast um, uh, Hideous Laughter. Um, oh, like that. Give it a taste of her own medicine. Yeah. I like it. It is a wisdom saving throw. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. DC is smiling. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Said wisdom. Twenty one. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to basically back up against the wall behind Fauna. <laughs> be like, uh, Eat God. Eat God. <laughs> Irina, please get to safety. Um, and it is the Dretch's uh, turn. Get him, my little baby. As the Dretch begins to shamble towards you, um, I actually need all of you to make a constitution saving throw. And you are automatically poisoned because you can't save against it. If it's called, it should be Oh, okay. So, so save, so yeah, just, save against just it. Just them on the first floor? Yes, just okay. those on the first floor. Thank God. DC 11. 18. I'm sorry. DC 11? Yep. Oh, yeah. Natural oh, yeah. 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 So you, you are I do my all, best work asleep. You did poison damage earlier, really, so you know you're sleeping fine. on the job. You yeah. are all able to resist the fetid cloud that is billowing out from this demon. Um, and you do not undergo the effects of the poisonous vapors that exude from it. And that is its turn. So it is Irina's turn. She is going to listen to Clayton and she is going to attempt to sneak out of the door and outside. Oh, fuck yeah. She she begins to move along the wall. She gets to the door. She starts to open it. And as she turns to move, her elbow knocks a pot as it clambers to the ground. So I'm not sure what she rolled. Yes. But whatever it was, could I be like, watch the pot and give her a 14? You can. You watch as her elbow looks like it's about to hit this pot. (laughs) And you say this under your breath, and she's able to move her elbow in. Oh my god. She slides around and is able to exit the room. Yes! I got a natural one. So she went outside. Oh, she is outside. She is no longer in combat. What a bad! Wow. Mind, mind the pot! Look at both, please! Mind the pot! The worst thing I've imagined! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, it is now Sarnax's turn. Oh, you are standing upstairs oh, as shit. you see both of these hag women uh, disappear from view, and you are left standing in the room alone. Sarnax, go! You free the children, I will go. I'll be and I, I just fucking book it. I assume I'll have to sprint to get down on the first floor. Because yeah. it's, yes. it's a small windmill. It is a small windmill. You'll have to use your action to, you'll have to sprint to get to the to the main floor. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm going to dash. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to dash and I'm going to uh, get to the main floor and I am going to um, 
that's that's what I'm going to do. And I'm just going to go down and see what the fuck is happening. <laughs> hey, is everyone all right? And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> no, we are not. Oh, Kill her. Shit. <laughs> and then that will you be my turn. It, uh, and it is Kana's turn. Uh, do I look like the door is open? No, she shut the door she behind shut the door. She very gently was able to squeeze her way out. Uh, oh, I'll say, there are more coming. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> we should leave. What is happening? He's, he's coming! Damn it! You look as you see that uh, Victoria is laying unconscious on the ground at your feet. Sarnax. Uh, I wish I could kick her, but I have to use an action to do that, so I will not. Uh, no, I won't. I won't. Could you, yeah. Could I use a uh, free optic interaction to try and like shake her to see if she To wake someone up who's unconscious, you have to use your action. Don't fucking leave me here, you assholes! <laughs> I will stand over her body, and uh, I will try to taunt the fresh, um, and try to like take up as much space as possible and get in like a wide stance and get my uh, naginata out, and I'll just take the dodge action. Um, and get out! Get out as soon as you can! And I will. You can wake her up instead of taking dodge. Trying to protect her. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and it is Shepard's turn. Um, looking at the the boxes that they referenced, do they look locked? Yes. I'm going to shout to the children. If you can hear me, free object interaction. I can shout at them. Yeah, yeah, you can talk. If, yeah. if you can hear me, I'm coming back for you. I promise. I swear on it. You and hear I'm, whimpering and cries. And and, and I'm going to uh, dash. Down yeah. to the first floor. You do. You make your way down a stairs as you see Kana um, get into a battle stance over um, Victoria's uh, unconscious body. Um, and uh, there is a strange demon bearing down on both of the women as, as the hag is eye to eye with um, with Clayton staring him down. Sorry. Can I use my bonus action to move the hunter's mark when I get down to the first floor? Yeah. That's all I want to do is move it on to, um, I guess the hag is the only Morgana. one that I see. Morgana. Yeah. yeah, so I'm just going to do, do that. that. I apologize. It is Classic. the hag's turn. Victoria, you feel a hand reach out from an ethereal space. No. And grab onto you. And in this dream state, you see a face you've never seen before. As you begin, as a nightmare haunting overtakes you, as you begin to feel yourself being pulled into this horrific nightmare realm, skeletal hands reaching up out of the ground, rending at your flesh, pulling at you, while you're forced to watch lascivious acts done by holy people. You are trying to hide your eyes from the horrific visions in front of you, but two skeletal arms rip your hands down and hold your eyelids open, forcing you to view awful things of murder and destruction and sexual acts. What a... In front of you, a hag pops out of the ethereal space, if you want to put this one there. In front of me. Just anywhere in the room that she can... She is going to turn, and she is going to look towards the nearest person next to her. Um, And I am going to say... I can't really see... Sarnax. She's going to look towards Sarnax, and she is going to make a claw attack on Sarnax. Uh, She is going to miss... 
with that, as um, as Morgantha turns in and is going to make her um, claw attack against uh, uh, Clayton. 20. That's it. Yeah, I'm going to use shield. That is it. Okay, so it will miss them. You see as she swipes in and she is unable to find purchase in your flesh with her claws as she stares down at you. But you hear her as you hear her as she um, looks around and sniffs. <laughs> My daughters have come. Do you want no, I'm saving my reaction. Perfect. Uh, Victoria? Still asleep, right? You are still asleep. No safe? Um, I don't, think I don't sleep believe. Safe. No, there's no. no. Holy I just have to be woken yes. up. It's based off of uh, hit point maximum. Uh, I will turn to Victoria and I'll say, Wake up, we need your help! Who's my action to Are you? feel yourself you. come to the you. horrific visions that Very you were having. Um, slowly start to fade away. You hear yelling in your ear as some, you all hear this strange disembodied voice screaming out as Victoria is wrenched out of unconsciousness. Disgusting. You all right? It is the Dretch's turn looking. Victoria is now awake. She's climbing out from uh, between your legs. Um, as you, as the dretch bears down on you, it is going to um, attempt to uh, claw in at you. Well, it's actually, it's going to attempt to bite in on you first. Okay. Disadvantage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Fifteen. Nope. Uh, it is going to claw at you. Natural twenty. Disadvantage. Damn it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> 14. Yes! Mm, yes. God, I, I was like, wait, no. Oh, yeah, you're still dodging. Yeah, no, so he, he attempts to bite in and and claw at you, but he is unfamiliar with this type of armor and can't seem to find the areas in which you're most vulnerable Fair. as it becomes Sarnax's turn. I am... Thanks for hanging out, Ashley. Thank you. I am going to look around and survey the situation. I see all of this fucking bullshit happening around me. That's a lot of fucking bullshit. And I am going to use my action to cast Thaumaturgy. As once again, my voice is going to boom and my eyes are going to uh, to blaze with fire. And I'm going to uh, yell, A bargain, hags! Am I, do I know what hag is so I can call them hags? Yeah. Hags! <laughs> a bargain! We seek to destroy the Countess, surely! You would wish to aid us, turn over the children, let us leave, and we will grant you what you seek from Castle Ravenloft. So a, are you trying to intimidate or persuade? persuade. I think it's a persuasion. persuasion. I think it's a persuasion. I wish I could hire charisma. I think you also have inspiration. Still, I do. Right? I'm going to use my inspiration. Okay, okay, okay. I'm mark that. You know, I will say, roll it. At advantage for phenomenal roleplay that almost convinced the DM and Thaumaturgy. Yeah. If I'm convinced. That's worse. I'm going to use my inspiration. <laughs> this would still be an advantage. Thank you, Kraken. Okay. Uh, uh, still at advantage. Uh, uh, DM is oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There we go. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, persuasion. Oh, I'm, I'm proficient in that. That'll be a 23. 
you see as two of these hags' heads turn towards you. A third materializes directly behind them. Go ahead and put this on oh the board. God. They're all kind of together. They're all together. Morgantha looks at you and she says, We don't hate the Countess. Ah, fuck. But a deal. Indeed. We'll listen if you let down your weapons. <laughs> I'll look around and not say a word, but I'm going to get them <laughs> with my blazing fire dragon eyes. I'm envisioning it where, like, I it, my booming voice sounds like a dragon's roar as I have, like, crazy, like, blazing red gold dragon eyes. And I'm going to just look at everyone, uh, and hopefully they, they, they do it. Shepard, or Kana. Can I lower my weapon but still be in the dodge form? Yeah, I'll say that's fine. I'll uh, just like lower my blade towards the ground, but I'm still in my power stance, just breathing heavily, staring between all three of them and up back at Sarnax and silently standing there in front of uh, uh, Victoria. Shepard. Do they appear to have stopped threatening action? Yeah, they're all just, they're standing there looking back and forth between all of you. I'm, I'm holding holding my weapons. I'm going to look to Starnax and say, I'm praying your God is right. Trust. Do not trust me, Shepard. Trust Garrix. And I will, uh, I will, I will holster my weapons. But I'm seething. I'm seething with rage. Well, do we all agree then? No more infighting between good friends. That is what I propose. She, they look between all of you. I, I follow the dragonborn. And he. I am a lizard folk. My bad. <laughs> you said I do worship a dragon god. I, like, god, I, I dragon god. I always, I always get that. Confused. I'm a forest lizard. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I would call you Morgantha, but I know that is not your real name. You know nothing. I understand, but I have faith in my God and to you, my path. Do you agree? No fighting the poor old ladies. Professor, they've been <laughs> killing kids. Shepard? I can't ignore that fact. You're right, Shepard. Why don't we hear what they have to say? Do you have a bargain to propose, then? And I may state my terms once you are completed. Yes. What do you propose? We let you live. We let you leave. With the children you have upstairs. Yes. Not the children. They fetch a pretty penny. We have gold, if you wish. The man in the top hat will pay what you wish. We don't deal in human lives. But does he have the bones of the innocent? We can't make our pastries without the bones of the innocent. God damn you! Oh, angry, aren't we? Would you need pastries? If you could have whatever you wished from Castle Ravenloft, 
surely there must be treasures and relics unfathomable within those walls. We don't deal with treasures and relics. We deal in misery. How about the misery of the one who rules this land? Can you deal in that, Tag? Her death means nothing to us. What else do you have to offer? We'll let you leave and you bring us three more children. What? Sonex is The one you stole from us. Sarnax, this is about to reach a boiling point. Oh, yes, it could. And she begins, she doesn't cast a spell, but you see as the black ichor in the barrel at the middle of the room begins to start to bubble and boil. While this is happening, can I just nonchalantly have my case open in front of me? Slide hands. Sarnax, I will die here before I deliver children to these foul creatures! We will not deliver children. Please calm down to Uh, the best of your ability. I'm going to wait until Sarnax turns back and begins speaking to them. I'm going to turn back again. And then I would, I want to catch Shepard's eye if at all possible. I am, I am focused on these hands. It's going to take an act of God. I am, I am, I am so laser focused. I don't need your eye. I'm so upset right now. We do not deal in children. Surely you are reasonable women that see the power that we have. Reasonable my ass. (laughs) Power? You're begging for your life, boy. Say it one more time. I am the shepherd, please. Begging. You asked us to make a deal with you to spare your miserable lives. And we obliged because we're oh so kind. If there is something that you wish in this land that is not children, I would ask you tell us. Let me see. Not that I can think of. I think we might be done here, Sarnax. You could go. We'll allow you to leave. Give me the children. No. Shepard. They're not yours to take. They're ours. We've pricked them. What does that mean? Did you curse those poor kids? <laughs> they were born in this land, boy. They were born cursed. My hand is slowly moving towards my weapon. Shepherd. Shepherd. Do you know how hard it is to find children in this land with a soul? We have three fresh ones upstairs. We wouldn't dare let them go. You took one from us in town. You won't take another. What will it take? Is there anything that you would wish for us to do? Shepard now, Arachnios! And I cast my one over. And I immediately, not even flinching, draw both my weapons and fucking fire on this bitch! (laughs) Okay, so tell me how web works. Uh, They need to make a dex saving throw. Okay. Hold on. I'm fucking fired up! Uh, whoo! Uh, I'm sweating my ass off. It's 
going to be all over the door and the back wall. And should, if they're all together, I'm, I'm going to just give all of them. You're, I will say that if it lands, anyone that it hits on, and this would include the dretch, um, would it would um, web them to the walls. Yes. Can I also make an action while they're doing this, or do I, should I wait? Your I would say wait. He got us, so he surprised the DM for one. So he got yes! a I feel like we had everybody sitting, like, hawking on what they're gonna do. And then- <laughs> yeah, it's a deck saving throw. Okay. And What's the DC? Save, they, are, they are restrained. What is That's the DC? Great. Uh, this DC is a 15. All three hags fail. The dretch passes. Okay. So, so you see as. Clayton looks up the hags for the first time, Morgantha not paying any attention to Clayton as she's staring you down, knowing that she's getting under your skin. As he looks up out from the open case in front of him and lets forth these words, yells out to you and you see from his web or from his hand, webs begin to sprout. They blast. He blows it at them and it enlarges as it blasts them up against the wall. All three of these hags are now completely coated in web and against the wall as they begin to shriek and yell and wiggle against the webs. I need you all to roll for initiative again. He's two shots off. You, he will, but I'm going to have you roll for initiative first. Natural fucking 20. Damn, you might have beaten me then. I don't know what your plus initiative is. Uh, three. Oh, we timed it then. Yes. Okay, uh, 20 to 25. I got a 23. 23. Who wants to go first? Um, I think we'll let Shepard get just two rounds off, and then I'll cool. go. That'll allow me to think. I am I fanning that. the fucking hammer. I love that. Um, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> bang, bang. All right. You hear this, and you've been traveling with Clayton long enough that you don't even flinch. Your eyes do not lose contact with her as you pull up both redemption and justice. And as you fire, she's in your face but they don't land until she hits the wall covered in web. So you're advantaged. You're advantaged. I'm advantaged all of them. Yes. How does, uh, what I, as, as, I, as I fire off the first two rounds, I yell, one of us ain't leaving here alive today! Oh uh, 16 plus 9 is 25 for the that first hits. one. It's 17 is their AC. Yeah. Uh, okay, both the first two hit, so it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be 9, 10, 11, 21 points of damage. Them? Yes, 21 points of damage for the first two. So that's, that, that's included. Two shots. There's more counts for booth shots. Learn something new every fucking And then your other thing is... I haven't done that. I haven't done that yet. So it's going to be 27 points of damage for my first two shots, uh, which is going to be uh, another 24 points of damage. You unholster judgment and redemption, and as you fire your bolt off, the bolt follows with their faces going at the same exact speed as they find themselves entrapped in web. It immediately makes contact with her face, and you see as bits of her jaw break off is you shoot two more directly into her chest as she's thrown this way and that with the with the blast, and she looks bloodied. Sarnax, finish her off! You know the best part about webbing, don't you? <laughs> it's flammable, and my hands will uh, will uh, ignite into flame along with my lantern. I'm going to cast Burning Hands on all three of them, 
And oh my God. Uh, they're at disadvantage because they're restraining on deck saving throws. Yeah. So that'll be a deck. And, and this is a second and, level. And the little demon guy, too. And the demon guy, too, yeah. Well, so he's, on not, the, he's not he's restrained. Not but yes, yeah, so he's, he's only supposed to save, though. Holy moly. Okay, the the, the dretch saves uh, both hags to not. All three hags don't? Uh, oh, yeah. Disadvantage. Uh, yeah, no, because uh, I got a 19 and a 2. Okay. So, Burning Hands, they are going to enjoy a bit of damage here. Please, 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 don't fuck me, don't fuck me, don't fuck me. Do you need more dice? Nope, I got exactly enough. That's good. That is going to be uh, 19 points of fire damage. To each of them? Uh, To all the ones that failed. Uh, And then on uh, half, uh, they're they're going to take uh, 19 points, uh, half of 19 for the dredge will be... uh, uh, nine. Nine. Okay. Um, you fire the damage, and you, you feel like the, the dredge doesn't seem to take the full amount. Yeah. Um, so all of the webs are now on fire. All of the webs for are now on fire for a whole round. So what does that mean? So that when you start your turn in the fire, they take 2d4 fire damage. Just remind me, yeah, please. I'm not going to write that down. Yeah. And then the uh, all the hags took how much? Uh, 19. 19. So fire damage. Ooh, as, the, as the webs are now igniting. That and happens. so the dredge is still on webbing. He's not restrained, but he'll still be on the fire because all of the webs, right? Because he, he passed. Well, he passed. So the webs are on the ground. Are and in, it's difficult terrain. And it's difficult terrain. Okay. So if you pass, you're still in okay. the webs unless you that's, move out. That, that's fine. I'm sure why not. So this guy, the webs are still there. So they'll still restrain. They burn away in one round. So they are restrained by burning webs. <laughs> Yeah, this is like wombo combo of the fucking century. Okay, yeah, um, sure. Uh, <laughs> Victoria, it's your turn. Can I use my axe to Um You said Morgant is pretty fucked up, right? She's really fucked up. Okay, I'm gonna look at her and add to the fire and blast a firebolt at her. Your advantage. Yeah, your advantage. Well, that's good. Not that good. Oh, 17. Eleven. Yeah, that's good. Pat misses. Clayton. I think I'm just going to fucking do it. Fucking do, do, it. do it. Do it. Send it. This uh, is it, man. We'll send. I'm sure some horrible monster's going to show up and kill us all after we, if we, I fuck mean, up, if we kill these guys. That's hags. the thing, right? Well, I've got lots of thoughts. I'm going to jot down my adventures and children. <laughs> I reach into my case and I pull out some beef fat, some tallow, a uh, pinch of brimstone. And uh, and I grab some some powdered iron, and I will sprinkle it on. I'll start to do this, and I will say, "In fairness, yes!" Gigantic flaming sphere erupts basically between all of them. Amen. And uh, it will uh, exist. So, Mike, it's up to it's up to uh, Nikki, but we had conversations about this a lot, whether or not the casting actually deals the damage, or it's a matter of ramming it into them that deals the damage. So it's the so the casting it will it will cast. You can bonus action move it, but then I will bonus action and I'll move it into the main hag. Okay. Uh, and she needs to make a a saving throw. Is it save saving throw? It's dex. I'm assuming it's dex, so she's disadvantaged. Dex. So a uh, twelve. So that fails. And then, so it takes the 2d6 fire damage. Uh, so that's 6 damage. Fire damage. 
Okay. You, um, you create this sphere within your hands. It begins to swirl. You thrust it forward directly into the, um, into the form of Morgantha and she takes a bit of damage. It is the night hag's turn. What can they do against Webb? They can, so use, they can use their action to get out. It's, just, it's a strength saving throw to get out, I believe. It's an athletics check or uh, acrobatics check. Uh, DC 15, I think. Or is it, it might be lower. But they all take one, uh, 2d4 uh, fire damage. Yeah, so now they'll take 2d4 fire damage. Let me roll that. Uh, That's just out. because the webs are on fire, not because yeah. of burning spheres. So uh, one of them takes, so whoever goes first takes four. Okay, and then the next one will take seven. And then the next one will take uh, eight max damage. Get fucking right. And then, so they could use their action to be restrained, but restraining, they, they just can't move. And if they're making an attack, they're disadvantaged. And they would probably know that the webs will burn away next turn, right? Or maybe, maybe they would, maybe they wouldn't. Um... But it takes a round to burn away. And also, if they end their turn next to this flaming sphere, they'll take. Uh, and I guess they, they roll, roll another deck save. They'll roll another deck save, and then they'll take. My you damage. see, as all three of these night hags reach out and grab hands and disappear from the room. No. No. Oh, shit. And there's, and there's nothing I can do for opportunity attacks. <laughs> That's the, the DM get fucked maneuver TM. <laughs> I mean, if you had counter spell or something like that, no, but I, I don't. I don't have any oh. magic. We, we must get to the children immediately and leave. There's still, this, this, there's still a dretch. There's still a dretch. Yeah, let's kill the dretch. Are they invisible? Do they, do they fly away? Kill that thing! They won't leave their home. Call uh, I'm going to use my bonus action to cast, to channel my armor, to cast Expeditious Retreat. I'm going to use my bonus action to get up the stairs. Okay. Um, I will probably take an opportunity attack from the Dretch, because I'm standing right next yes. to it. Um, and I'm trying to get out of the fire, and I want to go check on the kids. 16? No, it's not hit. 17 AC. Um, does, a, does uh, the bonus action 30 feet get me to the top, or do I have to... Use my movement to get to the top. A dash gets you all the way to the top. Okay. Uh, do I see the hags up there? No. Um, I will move to the center of the room and uh, lodge my knives. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Into the. Um, does it look like it's easily openable, or I have to break it? Um, I'll try to break the lock with my. You'd be able to try for one. There are three. I'll try for one. Okay. Try to roll an attack. Swing at it. Um, I will. <laughs> If we were doing this for this, I'm going to use my, uh, no, actually, that's right, because I just used my bonus action to do that. Okay, so I'll just do this. Uh, ten? Uh, you bring your Naginata down and jam it into the lock and pry it. It is rusted and old as it snaps. Okay. The door swing, begins to swing open. Uh, okay. That, is, that would be your turn. That would be my turn. The dretch is going to turn and look directly towards... Yeah, it's going to turn towards Victoria and it's going to uh, attempt to bite. It's going to miss on the bite, it's going to attempt to claw, and that's going to be a 20 to hit with the claws. It misses. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, and it's going to do some... Uh, 
Please don't seven, fall. No, I mean, I just mean for its damage. It's seven points of damage. It doesn't do much for damage. Okay, I roll okay, well. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, no. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, um, and that is now Shepard's turn. Uh, I'm going to look at this, what is it called? It's called a dredge. A dredge. And uh, unload two rounds into it as I scream, Die, abomination! Uh, the one is a 14. That hits. Okay, the other one is much higher. Uh, I did not move Hunter's Mark. Mm, you didn't. But yeah. You said you didn't. I did not, right. So that is going to be 15 points of damage. Uh, you... You aim judgment and redemption, and you let both blasts fly as you as you see it pierce into the form of this entity. As bits of black ichor begin to spill out of it as it slumps to the ground to this disgusting Icarus pup, and it is dead. Oh, hey! oh well done, Shepherd. Bye bye, Meeple. <laughs> I will desperately press digitation as much as I can to put the fire. Okay. You do that. Uh, you stay on the main floor? Yeah, uh well once that once the fire's out, I will lift the window to burn down. So I can every six seconds like put out a, a campfire, sort of or a yeah, okay. I, I will say that using your action, you're able to put the fire out, and then movement-wise, you can only get to the second floor. Because uh, you have to use your action to dash to get to the top yes, floor. Yes, yes. So I will use my action, and I will get as far as I can with the rest of the group. So you get to the second floor, which Perfect. Victoria. Or, sorry. Um, no, so it's sorry. sorry. I will join Kana, and I just book it fucking up to the top floor. You make your way to the top floor. I'll also rush oh, out the children. Fuck, we're out of the combat. So you use your action to get up. Uh, Clayton, it is your turn. You are on the second floor with so Shepard. That's what I do. Shepard's yeah. up there too, right? Well, I made it to the second floor. Yes. Oh. So um, Clayton and Shepard on the second floor. Everyone else is on the third floor. Um, you hear um, Clayton begin to run upstairs. He he. You can hear him and Shepard uh, conversing a small amount as they're both panting. As you see three entities appear directly in front of you in the cages. All three hags have used etherealness to travel through the ethereal plane to get upstairs. So are they on the third floor or second floor? They're on the third floor directly in front of you. You will not get our children. And that is their turn. They've come out of the ethereal realm. Yes, we will. And nobody was sleeping. Okay. Uh, Kana. Oh, shit. Is it my turn? (laughs) Right. Uh, It's Kana's turn? Yeah. Yeah. At least yeah, don't want me to sleep again. Uh, <laughs> Please was terrible. <laughs> um, I will. I'm actually a barbarian. This is what happens, yeah. what's happening right now. <laughs> I all rage now. I actually you. changed classes to barbarian, and I want to split the skulls of these bastards. Sonax, Victoria, do you have the hags? Yeah. Well, we should kill them and then get the children. I will see Morgantha up here, and I will rush over to her, and I will use a bonus action to channel my fighting spirit to gain advantage on this attack. Fuck yes. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, that is a uh, 17 to Morgantha. That hits. Okay. Um, all right, so that'll be eight slashing. And then I am going to use my action surge. How much did you say? Eight? Eight. 
it. Um, and then I'm going to use uh, my action surge. My fighting spirit doesn't end until the end of my turn, so I still have advantage. Samurai uh, That's okay. 18 plus 5, 23. So another D10. Uh, okay, and this is uh, 11 points of slashing damage. You rush up, having just unlocked one of these crates, and you and you um, whip your naginata through the air, and you find um, contact with different parts of this woman through the. Now that you you see that the uh, outfit she's wearing is sewn together in human skin, as you begin to slice through it, and she looks like she is barely hanging on. Uh, that's my turn. I gained five temporary hit points, and I am in her face. You will let me free these children. And I use my movement to get to the third floor. <laughs> you do that. I shoot this stupid bastard in the fucking face. <laughs> okay. Talking to whatever's happening here. Oh, oh no! What? Use a fucking God. twist. Use twist a fucking it. twist. Do a twist. Do a twist. Do a twist. If the DM will allow it. I will allow it. Oh my God, thank you. Holy oh shit. My. Wow. <laughs> 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 One of four understands. My rage burns This is thanks to you, Chad. Thank you, Chad. Thank you, Chad. It's your bits that allow us to do the power of 10,000 suns. You got two natural ones, by the way. Um, uh, it's gonna be, I, I got a 19, so 28. That hits? Well used, sir. Yes, 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 yes. I am, I am, I, I got two natural ones, Hellhound Dang. <laughs> but because of Twist of Fate, he's rerolling. Uh, eight that points one. of damage. You hear, you hear the sounds yeah. easily. Yeah, it's wonderful. You hear the sounds easily before. Um, before you see Shepard's hat crest over the threshold as he runs his way up the stairs, spinning judgment and redemption on his fingers. And as one lets go, he blasts directly into the head of Morgantha, her skull exploding <laughs> as he deals the killing blow on this hag. So he has three points left. You will die today! Yes! <laughs> As her head explodes, both of the hags next to her oh begin to wail, No! Mommy! And they begin to clutch and claw at the corpse of their mother. My turn? Yeah. It is your turn. I'll, I'll step forward with my lantern, and uh, it's going to start blazing up. And it says, Worry not, daughters. You will join your mother soon. And my hands will glow, and I'm going to cast Burning Hands again. I am very angry yes. as well. Uh, yes. two, two dexterity saving throws, uh, or one from each of them, as I'm going to roll. Uh, 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 Seventeen and thirteen. Uh, thirteen fails, um, and this is also at second level because fuck these motherfuckers. Uh, uh, Give it to him good, Sarnax. Come on. So, 17, 20 points of fire damage. Yes. Oh, ten, ten to the one that succeeded. You let out your hands as you use the holy power, the holy fire of Derek's, and you shoot force a burst, uh, a burst of dragon fire directly into their chests, singeing them. The smell of burning flesh fills this room as you see the burnt remnants of their um, human skin vestments begin to um, begin to shrink up and fall away. Which one looks the weakest? Uh, well, I guess you don't know their names, but. Uh, Ophelia. Uh, I'm, Ophelia going to, I'm going to attempt to bite her. 
Oh, okay. Jeez, Sardex. <laughs> Uh, I'm, uh, I'm very, I'm very angry here. I'm going, oh my God, actions. I miss. As I'm going to, my bonus action will bite, but I will miss. That's my turn. Victoria. Okay, so how does, Ophelia is looking worse, but like generally how do both of them look? They, they're looking, um, like they're a little more than bloodied. All right. I am going to, again, just look at both of them, and I'm going to cast my Chaos Bolt and twin the spell. Okay. Mm. You gotta roll those, you gotta roll those uh, So doubles. let's do... Uh, those doubles. Let's do Ophelia first. Okay. Let's see. 19 to hit. Yeah, hit. And unnamed tag number two. Bella. Bella. Ophelia. That's probably gonna miss. That's a... 14 that, that misses. Um, Clayton, it is your turn. Yes, um, yeah, I, I will continue up the stairs, seeing everyone surrounding these hags. Uh, I'll just do Firebolt. Okay. To which one? To, um... Ophelia or Bella. I just, right between them and the misses. Okay. <laughs> that happens. Um, it is their turn. Um, Ophelia is going to move towards Victoria and attempt to uh, attack her, and she is going to get a, a 18 to hit. Yeah, uh, Doing eight points of damage. Oh, and right. Bella is going to move towards Kana. A natural 20. Okay. Um, so okay. she is going, she's coming yep. in on you. Max damage okay. for that. Ooh. Um, so I got two sixes and two fives. Um, so I can do math. Uh, 22, 26 points of damage. Oh, that would have killed you. me, but I got five temporary hit points from using my fighting spirit. Wow. <laughs> and I have four hit points. I'm using my fucking reaction and I'm going in on Ophelia because she attacked her. Okay. Thanks, girl. Girl power. All right. That'll hit with a dirty 20. Seven points of slashing damage to Ophelia. Okay. You slide in with your Naginata and you split her from her navel up to up to her her uh, clavicle and you see as her her uh, ribs begin to pull apart as her innards begin to spill out on the floor in front of you as you have completely uh, wiped her from the face of yeah! You look up at her as you blow the hair out of your face. You wipe your blade off and sink it directly into Bella, piercing through her. She grabs the 
hilt of it and slides it deeper into her and she licks your face. Ah! We're not done. Shepard. Having watched this Holy just happen, shit. I've already trained both weapons on She's the only one left. Uh, yeah. And, oh and I, as soon as this happened, I will shout at her, uh, you've drawn your last breath! And take two shots at her. Like, I must maintain her. Uh, yes. uh, 21 She's and a, a lot more yep. than She's that. fucking missed. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> uh, that's going to be 14 points a day. Come on, Shep. You, you say this and you blast into her. You see as big chunks of her spills off and she just looks at you as she slides deeper onto Connor's naughty no! naga. That is naughty. Jesus. That's a naughty naga. That's a naughty, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's a naughty naga. Oh, baby. What a naughty naga. I am going to step, I, you know what, fuck it, for flavor, for flavor town points. I am going Take to, to flavor town, I'm right? going to step forward and I, as I hold my lantern with my right hand, I'm going to reach into my uh, into my cloak and pull out this horrific sacrificial dagger that you've only seen once before. No! And yes. I'm going to just try to uh, stab it into where I assume her heart is uh, as she's on this. Nope, 10. Oh, That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, and then uh, as a uh, bonus action, I will look to uh, I will look to Kana and I will uh, look at you and say like, Garrix, we'll heal you, and I'm going to cast Healing Word on Kana, uh, and then that's my turn. Thank you. Okay. Can you hear the whimpering Seven. and the crying of the children behind you as they're clawing it and trying desperately to get out of these boxes. You see for a second the one that Kana opened. The inside is the form of an unconscious small body. I'm going to reach out to Bella and... Um, a cold touch for a cold heart. And I'll, I'll cast Chill Touch and the skeletal hand will go forward towards her. Nice. Um, Never really knew what it meant. I just thought it was cool bloody shit to say to a motherfucker before I kept yeah, yeah. popping cap in his ass. Nice. Clap it. Clap it real good. Before I walk in the yes. Max damage. So a, a skeletal hand reaches out and grabs her by the neck. And what's the damage? Eight damage. You reach out and your skeletal hand begins to swirl as it shoots forward. You see as the elongated frozen nails pierce into the flesh of her chest and grab at her heart as it begins to pull out. You all see as the heart beats as she holds on just a little longer. Oh my god! What is she made of? Hagrid's Kill her! 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 You see as the heart beats in the hand and you hear the whimper. As you look back, you see two childlike eyes peer through the cage bars of the door of one of these crates as you cast Ignatius and you set the heart aflame. It bursts as blood 
splashes all over your faces in this close proximity as her body falls to the ground dead. You stand in the middle of the top room of the old grain house. Three bodies lay at your feet. The whimpering and cries of small voices can be heard behind you as scratching begins to sound coming from the two remaining boxes at the back of the room. The smell is of old radishes as it billows up from the floor. Smell, please. Uh, I'm gonna immediately run to the cages um, uh, and attempt to just basically taking the butt of one of my weapons and try to smash them. Okay, roll an attack. Uh, do I get to use my my normal uh, plus to hit nineteen? Uh, yeah, you're easily able to roll damage. Okay. Uh, Eleven. Actually, I hold max damage. Mm. The block is obliterates. Yeah, you you take the butt of uh, Redemption's barrel and smash it into the lock, and it breaks away easily. I do the third one. Roll for it. A lot more than 19. 25. Six. You... Yeah, you're you're easily able to open them. I'll I'll open up the, the, the... cages and, and scoop the children out one by one and try to like hand them to Kana like gingerly. How small are they? Are they babies or are they like standing? No, they're they're um they're small children. They're not infants like or toddlers. They're not they're older than toddlers. Oh. Um one of them, the uh, boy in the top one as you as you go to grab him appears to be roughly five to seven years old. Um the small girl in the middle one uh, appears to be maybe five, four to five years old. And they're both whimpering and uh, they're pushing at you, almost afraid, not quite sure. Hey, what hey, to hey, do. hey, it's all right. It's all right. Come here. Come here, little buddy. It's all right. It's going to be okay. We're here. We're here. Why are you here? Are you going to prick us and eat us? No, no, we're, we're here to save you. We're, we, we've come to, to get you home. It's all right. He, he looks down and, mm, oh, did you do that to them? It's okay. It's all over. Don't look. I don't want to go home. What what what, what do you mean? What? Mommy sold me. I don't want to go. That's fine. We're not gonna we're not gonna let you be in danger anymore. It's gonna be all right. You will keep me and protect me. We're gonna do what we can. Yes. Okay. And he reaches out. And he wraps his arms around your neck and buries right. his head into your it's neck okay. and just holds as tight as he possibly can. It's okay. Please don't let me go. You won't. You won't. I won't. I promise. Where do you live, little boy? In the village of Barovia, but I don't want to go back there. Does he look at all like the little boy that we saw originally? He does. All right. Well, we'll make sure that you don't go home. We'll, we'll keep you somewhere safe. Thank you. <laughs> what does women do to you while you were here? Professor, we, we cannot go back to Barovia Village. I, I don't know what we're going to do with these kids, but we're not leaving them here. We're not taking them back there, and, and maybe we can find refuge for them when we get to, to Velaki. Well, I think that's what we have to do. We have to find some place in Velaki to keep them safe. Perhaps the, the, the church that they're going to. You anyway. see, as the small girl has climbed out of the middle one, and she is rummaging around and whimpering in the box that was beneath her, the box that you 
opened up. I'm, this is a third girl. This is a second like a box th- or a third child. So there child. were third bo- three boxes. Kana opened one before the hag fight. Nothing yep. ever came out of that one. Oh, okay. Shepard just opened the middle and the top one. The small girl, roughly between four and five, crawled out of the middle box. The small boy is... Uh, has his arms around Shepard's neck. The small girl has climbed out of the box and is now rummaging around in the box that was beneath hers. Which the one that, that you opened up. I, I'm, I basically pulled my hood fully over and I'm looking down so they can't see my reptile face. And I'll, I'll lean, I'll kind of whisper, it's like, I should not show my face as not to scare them. It's, it's, it's all right, sorry. I think that if I haven't scared them and, and with what they've been through, it, it's probably all right. We, we're going to convince them that we're good people. I'm going to crouch down um, in the box that I just opened and uh, say, uh, hey, what are, you, what are you looking for? Are you okay? As you look in, you see that the girl is no longer looking, but she's curled up in the arms of what appears to be a small, unconscious body, slightly oh older, but female. And she's just holding on to her clothes. It is okay. You are just sleeping. You will wake up. You are just sleeping. And she's just repeating that over and over as she holds on to the form of this small child. Here, what, why don't you come out and I will... No, don't touch my sister. She's just sleeping. She's just sleeping. Yeah, we can try to help. Just come here. I'll, I'll kind of as gently but forcefully as I can take her out and hold her. Kind of can I will try to take the unconscious body out of the. Be careful! She's sleeping. Don't don't hurt her. Oh, oh okay. I'll be very gentle, and I will hold the I'll pull the child out and hold her in my arms and see you check for a pulse and see if she's breathing. Or Roll she... and check. Uh, six. You can't tell. Her skin feels cold. She's incredibly pale. And you look at her chest and you don't see any rising or falling. I uh, pick her up and take her over to Sarnax. Are you able to discern if she's okay? I'll look down at the child and I'll cautiously... <laughs> no! Don't give her to him! No, 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 no. no. He's, he's gonna... It's alright. It's alright. He's with us. He's a good person. He's gonna take care of you. He will hurt her. He has fingernails like they did. No, he he's not her. like them at all. He's a good person, I promise you. He's a healer. I'll uh, pull back my hood very slightly and look at her in not in any, in maybe like a neutral tone, not anything softer that I'm even capable of. But I will look down at the child that's, that's resisting and I'll say, Unlike them, I was born with these. I am guided. By a higher power that we all can take comfort in, child. What are you saying? You're going to hurt my sister. I am going sure to make sure. I'm just going to kind of turn her away. She's okay. Her and... he, he will, she will be okay, right? She'll yes. be okay. She'll be okay. Is she alive? And I'm going to just do a quick little little medicine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quickly like kind of check her pulse and, 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 and feel roll, her head. Roll and... medicine check. God damn it, Kirk and I'm about to get my other dice. Um, inspiration. Um, uh, <laughs> Never a medicine check. Uh, that's a ten. You are you feel the pulse and you feel no heartbeat. You feel clamminess of the skin and 
you're not pulled one way or the other. You cannot confirm in this state. It's it's hard to tell. But so far, you have gotten no... Um, Just use your magic, Sonex, please. No sign. Do you have anything left? This is the last of my power. Please avert her gaze. All right, all right. Don't look. It's going to be all right. I'm going to see if I can find any immediate wounds or any source, and I am just Nothing going to... Hope you aren't going to feel this. And my hand is going to glow uh, hot, and I'm going to use my last spell slot to cast Cure Wounds uh, at a first level. Okay. And I'm going to... Oh, it's a 1d8. How about that? I should know this. Eh, it could be worse. Nine. You put your hand onto the body of this small child. Both of the um, both of the other small children are firmly tucked into Shepard and to Victoria. You're um, stroking their hair, trying to calm them down, and you channel the power of Garrick's. And nothing happens. And then her chest begins to rise oh, and fall. Jesus. Good work. Sorry, Nex. We Is all walk in the light. Her eyes flutter child. open. Is it the dinosaur? Yeah. And she reaches up and she strokes your face. I had a toy like you. You were my favorite. And then her eyes slowly close. I'm sleepy. And you hear as she softly breathes and slightly snores. Sarnass, you son of a bitch, you did it. Thank you. Good job. I'll look around kind of confused and I'll just step back. They may call me Dinosaur. Hey! Put my lantern down. Uh, uh, little buddy. Hey, kiddo. You got a name? My family just called me Freak. F-R-E-E-K. Well, that's not very nice. Yeah, my mom did not like me. It's all right. It's, I, I've been called worse as well. I, I understand how that feels. It's all right. You're safe now. I promise. I know what it feels to have a parent. Just appreciate you. It is not fun. But I loved my brother and my sister. Did you find my sister here? My older sister. She came here first, and I have not seen her. What's your sister's name? Her name is Alana. Ask if one of ask them if their names one of these kids' names is Alana. She might might be the unconscious one. Is this your sister? No, no, neither of these girls. I've talked to them. A few times, but my sister came here two weeks before I did, and I have not seen her since I got here. How about we all go outside where it's safe and we'll try to find your sister? Okay. And she I... might have gone home. She might have. Hey, we'll, we'll double check, though. I think we should probably get downstairs where it's safe. Kana, if you can, grab, grab the girl on the floor. Victoria, you, you head down after Kana. Clayton, will you please... For a minute. Take, take the child. Look, head down. I, I gotta be okay. Car, Sarnax and I will be right behind you, all right? All right. Head outside immediately. Make Don't sure do anything drastic. we're not doing anything. I, I just want to, we'll be right down. All right. Make sure, make sure the young girl's all right, too. 
course. Of course. You know what must be done, Professor. Yes, but we must tear this place apart first. Let's make sure that there are no survivors left. We'll start up here, all right? We must tear the whole thing apart, check every nook, every cranny, in the walls, in the floors, in the basement if there is one. We'll, we'll start up here, make sure the children are all right, and then, and then someone can start on the second floor. Professor, all right. perhaps you shall give the child to the young lady outside and then return. That is my plan. So we may use your investigation skills. That is my plan. Very well. Let's head down. And as we're heading downstairs and making small talk with the young girl, what is your name? And what is your what is your sister's name? Oh, you know, my name is Marble, and I I I am little. I am the baby of my family, mm-hmm. and this is my sister Dorina, and she is the biggest one in our family. And it is just the two of us, and she's my best friend, even though she steals my dolls sometimes. But now she's just sleeping, and 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 thank you for protecting us. You're both so pretty. Oh, it's very kind of you. I'm glad that your sister is doing better, and I'm glad you are. Too. She's just sleeping. Yep. I could tell when I looked at her, 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 and you see as the snot begins to kind of pour from her nose, and she's partially crying while also talking. I reach over and I wipe the snot. Oh, thanks. It does sometimes. It's okay. We're going to head outside where it's a little bit warmer. Okay. And she reaches up and she holds onto her sister's hand. I'll walk here. Okay. That's just fine. It's good. We'll approach Irina outside. Are you all right? Oh. Well, that's so significant. Oh, children, what are you, what, what are these children doing here? And then you see as the little girl, her eyes light up. Oh, it's Irina. Uh, uh, you're my favorite. Can you be my little mommy? And she runs over and embraces around around her legs. And, oh, sweet darling, um, I will we'll talk all about it. Sit down and get on my dress and tell me everything. And then she looks up to you. Oh no, Hunter here. She she's just sleeping. Hunter here. And she takes her and she puts her over her shoulder and she begins to rub her back. Now, sweetheart, Myrtle, tell me everything that was happening. And she looks at all of you. Keep an eye on her. Have control of the situation. I'll stay outside with Irina. Thank you. Please protect them. I must. Must go inside. And I'll turn. Professor, I think I'll join you. I'll just no, face not. outward towards like anything that's coming, and I just have a vigilant watch while Arena's outside with me. Um, I was just hoping to have a moment with Sarnex or Fool when they come back. Um, so after they after they take the children downstairs, I'll, I'll take my hat off and then just kind of run my hand through my hair and say, uh, Sarnex, Shepherd, I uh, I, I want to apologize for. Uh, being so uh, hesitant about this whole evil countess situation. The bottom line is, you heard what those hags said. I'll, I'll walk over to one of the corpses. And they don't care. They don't care whether she lives or dies, but the bottom line is that whatever this countess is doing, she's allowing this to happen under her watch. And I stomp as hard as I can, like one of the hag, like, like corpse heads and just like stomp it up. You know, on the corpse, and, and I, 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 
I'm not going to stand for it. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking done, Sarnax. And my eyes will get wider and I'll, I'll, I'll smile at him, something I rarely do. <clears throat> and I will say, yes, Shepard, as am I. I see the fire in your heart, in your soul. I see the anger. What was it that taught you to keep it locked away, buried? Was it the civilized world? Was it the common folk that fear your skin, your horns, and your tail? Yeah, something like that. Look, Sarnas, you tell your god. Ready for blood. I will. Garrix has spoken to me through the flame. He sees you as well. Under the light of Garrix, you yourself can unleash the fire within and unleash the devastation and perhaps not redemption, but yes, fiery judgment. And then indeed there will be blood. I find that a metal. You heard the professor. Let's tear this place apart and let us burn it to the fucking ground. I will let you assist the professor while I prepare my oils. Done. And I'll start uh, investigating and trashing and tearing apart everything on this third floor. Roll an investigation check. Natural fucking 20. Woo! <laughs> so for investigation, that'll be a 23. Perfect. You scan, I will say, the entirety of this place, up and down, and the hags didn't seem to keep much on them aside from um, baskets of powdered ground bone. But you do find that hidden inside of the bed, there are six pieces of cheap jewelry, each worth about 25 gold pieces. They're stuffed haphazardly through the moldy mattresses. I'll just take them. Uh, not interested in money, but figure the professor might want them. That's aside from the bones and the the ichor, the disgusting black ichor of that creature you still see bubbling on the first floor. Um, aside from that, there's nothing. There's nothing else here. Oh, for the whole tower, for the entire tower. Okay, then then what I'll do is I'll relay that to Azran, but you know, let him know if he wants to do some kind of magical sweep over, and I give him the jewelry and just basically update him on what, what I found. Thank you for investigating. So I will sense some Arcanus, and I will cast um, I will cast detect magic, mm-hmm. and I just want to slowly and just walk through the whole house. See if I can sense anything magical left in this window. Uh, the only thing that you sense is that the ichor um, appears to be some kind of demonic ichor that still has the potential for summoning creatures. There's nothing left, Sonax. Make sure that you, whatever you do, you destroy the ichor as well. Or I'll come down and you see that I'm very carefully and surgically applying points uh, of this these drops of oil and dashes and then occasionally smearing it. And uh, and uh, then I will make sure that I take out another uh, 
of Ion do a very liberal helping on top of this sticker. Before you uh, light this thing up, uh, can I help you? I was going to suggest the same thing, Shepard. I'd be honored, my friend. Please join me. Professor Victoria, please step outside. Course. Join me, Shepard, at the doorway. Say no more. Now, do you have the power of flame? I mean, a, a little bit. I, I have, uh, in, in a mechanical sense, thaumaturgy and the ability to uh, create flame when struck. Now, let us see if you can channel the power of Garrix. I'll raise my lantern up to him. I'm not much for praying, but uh Stare into the fire, Shepard. Stare into the flame. See what the Fire Lord tells you. And ask it with your fiery soul, your fiery heart, and your fiery will. The words, Garrix, grant me the power to destroy. Garrix, grant me the power to destroy. And I say nothing. And I step back out of the, the windmill and just gesture my hand out. Uh, not being able to cast any kind of, you know, create flame or anything like that. Would I have, like, flint or anything on me that I could use to, to, to You have this? your weapons. If, if there is a, a liberal amount of, of this oil on that, that magical ichor that's mm -hmm. left over, I will attempt to, uh, I guess ignite it with a, with a blast from, from one of my weapons. I won't even make you roll for it. You step backwards as you look at both of your weapons. And in this moment, you can't decide whether it's redemption or judgment that should do the deed. So you unholster them both and shoot them at the exact same time. As the swirling magical blasts hit in to the ichor, you see that the coloration changes from a white, to a yellow, to an orange, to a red, as flames begin to swirl around it, the gift of Garrix, as, as it collides with the barrel and explodes. The entire windmill goes up in flame almost instantly as it crackles and burns around you. Your shadows cast down the hills. You look up and you see that evening is approaching. The children sitting on the lap of Irina, watching as they hold her tightly, safe. I turn to, to Sarnax and, and basically as this thing is the pillar of flame, just uh, I hope that Garrus damns this thing so far into the nine hells that nobody ever thinks of doing this again. Shepard, my friend, this will be just but the first of many damnations. I hope you're right. 
I hope you're right. Well done. And I'm just going to turn and watch the windmill burn. The expedition has sent their message to me, and I watch the windmill burn from the towers of Castle Ravenloft. But in the end, I suppose they think they've done some good. They did slaughter a coven of night hags, put an end to the production of dream pastries, and even saved a few children along the way. No matter, this victory will be temporary. The town of Vallaki awaits, with far more treachery than they expect. We shall see how they navigate my minions in part two of chapter three, Suffer the Little Children. In the meantime, if you wish to watch Legends of Aventris tell similar stories of Dungeons and Dragons every week, you can follow us on Twitch and join our community on Discord. All links are in the show notes. We welcome you to our Aventris family.